action. Hello and welcome to episode 67 of Your Average Critics, joined by Chris, Obi and Joe. Hello. So a full house today. Uh, how are you guys doing? Not too bad. Very well, thank you. I'm alright. Yeah. Didn't get a wine hangover, that was alright. Good. I've been very tired today. That one was alright, you know. Yeah, yeah it was actually a lot of I had a nice one. I had the fruit one. Fruit we, had, we had wine in a box. Yeah. <laughs> we had boxed wine. I was literally wine. carrying it around the whole place. So then... he, had like a, he had like a pint glass <laughs> full of wine. I, don't that, I honestly don't know what happened to that pint glass. I, I had it and then next minute it was gone. I must have drunk it. Um, so we've got some film news or moreover more likely trailers that yes. we want to discuss so uh, for the last few weeks Obi has been forgetting to to, to mention oh, Captain Marvel like um, because it came out several Ages weeks ago, ago now Ages ago. very so, important yeah properly what do you think of the Captain Marvel trailer then um, it didn't get me that excited for it I'm not that no? guy not really but um, not much going on in it because I don't really, I don't really, know, I don't really know anything about her so I suppose this film is kind of just going to open me up to whatever it is that she does. Like, yeah. like, we know it's set in the 90s. No, Samuel Jackson's going to be it's in it. in the 80s, isn't it? No. I think it's 1985, I think oh, it is. Oh, okay. I think Phil Coulson, Phil Coulson's going to be in it as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there was, one, there was one bit of her um, punching an old lady, which was quite funny. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> that was quite it's controversial. Now I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, so it shows, it shows Carol Danvers, I think that's her name. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of as a human and also as... Captain Marvel because she starts off as human and then I think she's a pilot and then yeah. she somehow gets kind of cosmic powers. Mm. Surprised um, no one's tried to replicate her powers. Sounds a bit like um, what's it called, uh, Green Lantern. Oh really? Kind of sounds like Fantastic Four as well. Mm. Sort of. Um, yeah, I think if they were to fit Fantastic Four into any kind of post credits, then maybe Captain Marvel would probably be the most natural. Oh shit! Go on, Karen, sorry. Um, but what I was gonna say is. Um, so Captain Marvel, what we know about it is uh, Carol Danvers will be fighting the Kree, is that right? Yeah. Or the Skrulls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not one of them. Is it the Skrulls? Maybe both, to be fair. I, I feel like it's Skrulls, but I can't. I think it is the Skrulls. But they're basically like a, a race of aliens that can morph or change their appearance they to look shape like other people. That's why she was banging an old lady in the face. Yeah. 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 But yeah. <laughs> do you think that this is going to be like the way that Marvel can retcon or certain things so they'll be like oh you know Captain America was a scroll but you know that's exactly what they will do do you think yeah, yeah. I think there is going to be what? at least one again? I think there will be at least one major character that we've seen throughout the, the course of the MCU who will turn out to be a scroll. I hope it's not Captain America but yeah, you know, I was just using that. It, <laughs> yeah. it's all it, it will be one of the surviving people <laughs> it will be one of the surviving people from Infinity War Oh, okay. scroll. So one of the Avengers. I can imagine. One of the Avengers, basically. Yeah. Talk, talking of Avengers, are we finished on this Captain Marvel point, or is there more? Well, I don't know. Is it... We'll just carry a segue, isn't it? No, no well, well, there's there more about Captain Marvel. Well, I, I read something today that, um, well, so it's only speculation, but someone's someone's pieced some information together, and they believe that Black Widow is going to sacrifice herself in Avengers 4. All right. Why? I don't know. She's got her solo film coming out. Well, I guess they killed off Loki, and then they... Yeah. Got a TV show. Yeah, they've got loads of TV shows coming out now. They've got Groot and Rocket, Loki, Scarlet Witch. Are Groot and Rocket getting one? Yeah, apparently. Apparent madness. To be fair, out of those three, the Groot and Rocket one would be the one that I would probably want to watch the most because they have quite a good chemistry. I know they're obviously just two animated characters. The same actors? Well, you've got... Vin Diesel and... I don't think you need to employ Vin Diesel. I was going to say, I don't think the other others really give a shit. I think it's more... Why is he doing that? 
You don't need to employ Vin Diesel to go, I am Groot. I'm pretty sure you could get any actor to do that. Yeah, it's true. It's um, and I don't even think Rocket sounds like Bradley Cooper. So, again, they could probably get someone else in because they'd be quite yeah. expensive. Yeah. But then maybe, again, they only just record their lines, so probably wouldn't yeah, take too wouldn't much time. Yeah, it would be expensive. Um, yeah, but uh, back to Captain Marvel. You said it doesn't get you excited. <laughs> Not really, no. Was it a teaser or was it like... Full I think it was, a t- I think it was more of a teaser yeah. than a full, it was a full trailer. I'm surprised that that's the only one that we've seen so far because it comes out in when, March? March, yeah. Well, Disney, Maybe we'll get another one. Disney the, have yeah. released a lot of trailers and like information about TV shows. Like We had The Mandalorian. Yeah. Like, we've got the, the Rogue One prequel one. Um, we've got, yeah, obviously the Loki, Scarlet Witch. Fact and then they then they got the trailers yeah. for... Well, teaser trailers for... Toy Story for Aladdin and Lion King. Just quickly, what what's Rogue One? There's prequel? a there's a pre. You know the guy, the Spanish guy. His name is Diego Luna. Who he was uh, in. I can't remember the character's name, but he he was one of the main characters in Rogue One. Yeah. They're doing a prequel show about him. He was like a bandit or something. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But that's they announced that for Disney. Plus. Is that the one that John John Favreau is doing, or is he doing the other one? He's doing the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, so they're, they're releasing a lot of trailers and information, but nothing more about Captain Marvel and absolutely nothing about Avengers 4. Yeah. So, I mean, we're getting close to, to the new year. Yeah. Um, they're holding the hype. It comes out end of April or yeah. beginning of May. I think the way... I mean, they probably won't do it this way, but the way they could, or they, maybe they should announce it, is that, you know, like... I think we said, might have said this already, but, you know, at the end of... Um, Avengers where they do like or when the end of any film they do like Spider-Man will reappear in yeah, yeah, yeah. so I think they'll do Captain Marvel reappear in Avengers and then they'll give us the, the title the name of the film yeah. and then that would be a bit late because <laughs> after that it'd only be two months till yeah but know, I, I think out. that's a decent little yeah. like, t- tactic I think it'd be nice if they did it that yeah. way like it'd be nice and nice because then at the end of Captain Marvel everyone would just be yeah, pumped for exactly, the film exactly that'd be nice but um, I'll that's what I would like, but I probably I don't think they'll do it that way. To be honest, I Mate, probably not. No, because I think Chris said um, the other day that um, there was a thing saying that they're going to bring out either the name or a teaser trailer before the end of this year or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, oh, okay. and they should. Yeah. I reckon they will do it hand in hand. I don't so think they need to though. No, a li- I think a little tease will be. I think they'll have sufficient. They'll yeah. have a teaser trailer which will announce the title. I can't take the auto lock off. That's fine. That's alright. I did. Though. Leave it. Okay. Um, yeah. So. Um, okay. We want to talk about um, the other trailers for Disney. They got seems like they got quite a big well, slate for next year. Mm. Dumbo, Lion King, Toy Story Four, amongst know. others. Um, Spider Man Homecoming Two, or whatever it's called. Into the Spider Verse. No, that's no. Sony. Um, what in? Does that come out? Spider Man Homecoming Two trailer. No, I mean like for their slate next year, what, oh, what they're releasing. What's it right. called? Far From Home? I think Far that's what they're calling it. So, um, yeah, of the ones that we've seen, the trailers, um, are any that get you most Lion excited? King. Lion King. Lion King. Does Lion King get you excited? Because it's basically yes. shot for shot yes, of does. the animated yeah, film. Does. You don't even like Lion King, so that's why it doesn't get you excited. <laughs> yeah. and you watched, the first time you watched it, you were like 20, 22. So, <laughs> so that's, probably, that's probably why it doesn't get you excited. You're not, you're not, with, you're not with the nostalgia, like the majority of us. I mean, yeah, it was, it was like, I almost it was find, good, but I almost find it was fantastic. It, it's, uh, yeah, so it looked pretty good, to be fair. I almost find that making a CGI drop version isn't necessary, but they're doing it with everything, so yeah. why not? I feel like, although CGI is good, 
had a look at this. I wanted it to look a little bit more like the cartoon versions. Right, what? okay. Don't know. Could they just be exactly the same? The animals yeah, looked but... pretty photorealistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they did. They did look um, The visual like, effects... What, the Viki looks sick. The yeah. baboon. The baboon, yeah. yeah. What about, um, wasn't that little snippet of um, thinking Bob as well? Uh, the, the scar? Was it? I, I think don't, so. I don't know. Wasn't there? Oh, someone posted it on the internet. I was like, oh, I didn't see it, but yeah, maybe there was. But yeah, that's got a lot of people hyped, but I do hope that... The story is, you know, they do change some things because otherwise it will literally be like a shot for shot remake of. What I'm okay with that. What's wrong with that? I'm okay with that, but only because, like, like for me, obviously, I think when when did you first when did you watch it? It must have been what? Yeah, it was years, the, one of the first episodes of this. Yeah, podcast. so like a couple years ago. So like for majority of people, I reckon a lot of people. Well, I watched it last year, but <laughs> most people probably haven't watched it in ages. I think if you do a re, it's like when I watched Beauty and the Beast last year. I'm pretty sure it was pretty much exactly the same as the cartoon. But I, really. I hadn't watched it in 15 years, 20 years, or yeah. something. Like it didn't really. So like, I guess it's just for a new generation. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I've, I mean, like it's gone from animated to visual effect to animation. Yeah. Like so, it, it basically just a shot for shot remake. Yeah. Did you um, not get gas when they started doing the no? Nah, <laughs> oh, was no gas! Oh my god! I literally, I, I'm gonna cry when the film comes out. <laughs> I still maintain that they say Arsene Wenger. <laughs> Maybe, but I, I did hear that. Um, Never. There's only going to be four of the original songs. Apparently. Yeah. It, I think Elton John said there's only going to be four of the original songs in this. Well, the Jungle Books wasn't particularly musical. Okay. There was a couple of riffs mm. of like um, the famous songs. But they've got to have the Circle of Life. Circle of Life. Hakuna Matata, I think, has got to be in there. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, I just want to be king. Uh, just want to be king. I can't. I just can't wait yeah. to be king. Uh, and then. And what else? But if it's if it's anything like the Jungle Book, it, they'll probably do like a yeah. Like, a yeah, of they'll notes, yeah. yeah. And then, they'll do like little cameos. Yeah. Songs. Yeah. I'm yeah. interested though. I'm kind of, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's got a really like, obviously like James Earl Jones doing Mufasa again, which is sick. Yeah. Um, Beyonce is gonna be Nala. Seth Rogen as Pumbaa, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. that's really casting. Cool. I think. Who's mine? Uh, um. The the, uh, the swine thing. What swine thing? Yeah, I know what it is. I mean, who's playing it? Sorry. Oh yeah. Oh no, I don't know. Timon is sure. a meerkat. Oh sorry, Pumbaa. I'm, sure. I'm not sure. Um, um, it's, um, his name's like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I can, I can, I can I picture. Know. I can picture his face. I know John Oliver Zazu. Um, and is it Billy Eichner? Chiwetel Ejiofor is Scar, I think, and then Donald Glover is um, Simba. Ah. So it's good casting, I think. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking for, I just want it to come out. Oh, when did it come out? Think it's July. Oh, July. Oh, okay. Mate, so I think a mad month of that's what I'm thinking. Like right? next year, Toy Story, Lion King, uh, Aladdin. Fucking Avengers, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, Spider Man, Dumbo, Dumbo. Like no next... Wonder Woman's a year after, isn't it? Yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. next year's gonna be, next year's gonna be so much better than this year. I think <laughs> so much better. But yeah, man. Billy Billy, Billy Eichner okay. as Timon. Yeah. Who's Billy Eichner? Um, he's been on Parks and Rec. I don't watch that actually. Don't know who he's that's, that's very quite good. Maybe but, he's got um, a good voice for comedy. What about Toy Story? The Toy Story. Well, did you see the thing? Apparently, Keanu Reeves has got a part in it. In Toy Story? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah, we don't know what, right. but Tom Hanks spilt things that Keanu okay. Reeves has a Fair enough. part well, in there. there. But yeah, there was, um, I don't know, did you see the teaser with um, the two new toys? Like yeah, Key yeah, Hill? yeah, yeah. I think that was really funny. I hope they're prominently in the film because I think them two together is quite a good tandem. Yeah, they're hilarious. Yeah. Is it, one of the characters is a, is a spork, though, mm. isn't it? 
Yeah, I don't know if that's a real character. I assume it is, but oh. yeah, that was in another. There's two. Oh, I'm, I've only seen so one. There's one with. Um, who'd you say? Keen Peel. Keen Peel, yeah. And they're just joking around and they're like. Oh, Keen Peel's in. Um, he, uh, sorry, Key is in Black King as well. Michael Keegan Key or someone. Oh. Keegan Michael Key. That's the one. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's got an interchangeable name. Yeah. Um, shit, what was I going to say? Have you seen. Sorry, this is kind of random, but sound kind of late. Have you seen Keen Peel talk about Game of Thrones? No. The sketch thing is quite funny. I'll, I'll send you a link. Their little sketches are hilarious. Yeah. Like the one when Jordan Peele's president and it's, yeah. it's now yeah. like a meme. And, it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then also that one where like they're having a Mexican standoff Stand and up. they keep taking each other's face off and then the other person is so funny. I like the one where they're like um, doing the police bit as well. Like, like I knew you were a bad guy and then he's like I knew you were a bad guy and then they had the sniper on the head and it's just like what is yeah. going on here? He's in the one um, where he's a substitute teacher. Oh my days! And he's saying the name again. <laughs> yeah. What's the name again? There was one of, like he said, A. A. Ron, which my mum always says now. So if she sees Aaron Ramsey on TV, she's like, Oh, A. A. Ron. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I have seen yeah. that one. Yeah, and, like, that's called, pronounced like Blake Balake and stuff. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. But um, yeah, that's our strokes. I'm yeah. forward to, definitely yeah. forward to that. Although it is cheap because we should just end it to a story three. Yeah. Do we know whether it fits in now? Because you, Chris, you were saying last week or the week before that you think it's like an in between. It's not it, set I after. Think I think it's set three. in between two and three. Because mm. mm. well, I think it's a kind of love story about Bo Peep. No, I don't think that's the case anymore. No? No. But I don't know. To be honest. We um, won't know until we watch it. So, I, so I was watching... Is it Saturday Night SNL? Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I think I was watching the end of it and uh, Steve Carell was hosting... Or ended it. I don't know how it works. So that I only watch the end bits anyway. Or the and he's talking to the crowd, and there's people from the US office in the crowd. They're talking about a revival, and now it's like it's the news that there might be a US office revival. Fair enough. Coming about, and that's also I believe Keenan was in the crowd, and they said about him having a revival, and he said he'd be up for it. And then only a few Robert days. What? Keenan and Girl. Oh, and there was a thing the other day <laughs> I read an article, <laughs> I read an article today and they, they're apparently the potential that there might be a Keenan and Kill revival didn't they fall out apparently they I made think up I think they made they up, made up. They, won a, they went on Saturday Night Live together. they won Saturday Night Live together they were on I think with Jimmy something Jimmy Fallon um, together oh, as yeah. well yeah. and they won another TV show together yeah. the other day but there was like a YouTube video of it, but I haven't seen it yet but yeah so I think they made up but I don't really want a Keenan and Kel uh <laughs> Not really. yeah. It wasn't that good to begin with. I mean, it was. I, funny. I, I loved it, but like I think twenty years, past, twenty years right? later, like yeah, I don't think it would really be. Yeah, because you don't even, you don't really get many traditional sitcoms like that anymore. And Although I saying that, would, this... would you do a Fresh Prince remake? They need to leave this no. stuff with no. Will as sort of like an Uncle Phil Not really. type character. Not really. I don't think it would work. I don't know. He's retired like... anyway, isn't he? Who? Is he Smith? Oh no, he isn't. He's doing Bad Boys Three now. Silly me. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, I mm, no, I don't mm. think that would really work. I think you just need to leave these these TV shows in the past. Yeah, majoritarily. Just would you have come friends up with new ideas? No, no. Mm. I'd have a reunion episode maybe. Oh, no, friends, friends did said so they, well. Like it ended just kind of exactly like, really yeah, well. Yeah, well. But the thing they said they had. Oh, there was talk about Scrubs reunion as well because they all met. Oh, they all met up. Like, didn't like, they, yeah, Q and A thing the other day. But anyway, I don't want that either. But, That's um, definitely gonna happen as well. I reckon. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but even friends said like I think it was uh, Chandu said like why would we want to do a remake because what we had was like lightning in a bottle like it would yeah. never happen again yeah. and like especially in that era where sitcoms uh, laugh back laughing tracks and stuff was yeah, really yeah. Po- audience, like studio audiences was really popular yeah. whereas now you don't really 
like you, it's more like a modern family, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that sort of comedy. Like you rarely ever get um, sitcoms. sitcoms with a laughing track in them anymore. So I, yeah. I think it would work. I hate laughing tracks. I like them. I just think, like, don't tell me when to laugh. Um, <laughs> I like laughing tracks. But to kind of, unless anyone's got any more film news. Um, what I was going to say about, have we talked about Kingsman 3? Uh, no. That Egerton's not going to be in it because it's a, it's a prequel. prequel, isn't it? Yes. Oh, oh really? Hmm? About the Kingsman, like, 100 years before. Oh, I don't want to watch that. Um, <laughs> it's not worth it, is it? I mean... Like, he's, no, the, he's, the really. ma- he's the main selling point Kingsman 2 wasn't that great, in my opinion. No. I would probably watch a Statesman one, because that was vaguely interesting, like, with um, Channing Tatum and Halle Berry and all that. Um, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, yeah. Oh, so they've got a good, good t- cast there, but, um, yeah, I'm not bothered about First. Kingsman 3. Mm. We've got two more things. Okay. No, wait. Is it only one? It's one more thing. Did you see about how Sony have announced they're going to release two Marvel movies in 2020? Uh, yes, they're theorising that it will be Venom 2, which has made almost 800 million, which is really? unbelievable. Really popular. Yeah. In, in uh, China, it's really popular. Yeah. Shocking, but yeah. anyway. Um, and the other one's like Mor- Morbius the Vampire, yeah. mm. which Jared Leto is playing, I yeah. believe. And then so. they also want to do... Um, Hunter, Huntress, no, Hunt, I don't know, I can't remember his name. He... What, the Craven spot? the Hunter? Craven the Hunter. Yeah, they want to do that as well. well. They basically just need to make films of all the stuff that they still have license for. Yeah. Yeah. Are they still doing the Spawn film with Jamie Foxx? I think so. Is it Jamie Foxx? I think so, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Rumours have it, yeah, they're still doing it. Um, the old ones aren't very good, I've got them. You yeah. watch them. I, I haven't heard anything else about that film, uh, so that's what I was asking. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean... Oh, and there's uh, rumours that, um, what's her face, is still going to be in Star Wars? Nine. Yeah, she did. There was Who? Princess Leia. Yeah. Because she, she kind of died just as eight had finished filming, I think. Yeah. So <laughs> they kind of need to mention something about her not being in it anymore. Mm. Apparently, they deal with her death in a very respectful way. Fair enough. Which, of course, they should do. Um, but yeah, I mean that's coming out. That's Disney coming out next year as well, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. My God, they're gonna rake it in. Yeah, Disney are gonna have a <laughs> very good year. Billy, Billy, Billy. <laughs> um. Well, uh, I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, I was going to say, um, <laughs> we should touch upon the sad passing of Stan Lee. That's what um, I was going to say. One of the co-creators of many of the Marvel um, superheroes that we have loved. Uh, and he's kind of definitely been the face of it. Face of 100%. Marvel comics for the last, well, even before the MCU was a thing. Like, he used to yeah. pop up in, like, X-Men or mm. Spider-Man. He's been um, the face of it for, like, 30 years. Yeah, mm. I mean, obviously there were other creators like Jack Kirby, but I think he was he was more of the showman. Yeah, he was very much like like happy to be public facing, and obviously he seems like obviously we don't know him personally, but from what we've seen cameos and stuff, he seems very like uh, up for a laugh. Uh, the David Beckham of the comic world. Really? Well, David Beckham was a showman, wasn't he? He's like put himself out in the media. Don't see any other comic book people, do you? Name another person besides Jack Kirby and Stanley. Why David Beckham, though? I don't know. I don't it's just, just kind of a very odd comparison. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of his way, doesn't it? Fair play. Um, not, not, not saying that's wrong. But yeah, so I mean, like, I, I, some people... What, what do you guys think of the Stanley cameos? Like, some people like really them. hate them. I think that's what they I like some people's theories, because there's a... Um, uh, there's... One that he's a watcher. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, yeah, there's two characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe which are just above everything else. And I be- believe one's a representation of Jack Kirby. Yeah, and the one above all. Yeah, and then they're saying that, obviously, Stan Lee's the watcher in yeah. this. Cause, yeah. They they showed that in um, 
Guardians of the Galaxy two, two, yeah, where he was talking to the gazers with the big head. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be sad. I'm also curious on what will be his last appearance. Actually, I think uh, because... it should be Infinity Avengers uh, four. However, yeah, but it'll probably be Spider Man. Did they finish? I yeah, reckon. They, I reckon yeah. they've they've probably he's probably filmed a few already. Yeah. And you don't really want to take it away from him, do you? Well, no. Not really. Yeah. I'm sorry, he'll be into, probably in Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, won't he? Yeah. Or yeah. it's called. But again, yeah, that's animated. Um, I think one of my favourite ones uh, of his cameos is actually in Teen Titans Go. Oh, like, yeah. That was so that was funny. funny yeah. That was so fun. funny. Because um, obviously he's like DC and he's yeah. just popping up and now like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's, you know, it's a very sad passing, but mm. he was 95? Yeah. Is he 95? Yeah, he oh, lived a long but do you see those uh, two people who came out and were like, uh, so one of the people from Social Network, the tw- the oh, he yeah, and he came out. He said um, people like meteorizing like his death and well, people uh, he he had a go at celebrities for posting selfies with, with their selfies with Stanley, and he was saying that it should just be Stanley if we're gonna do it. Yeah, I don't yeah. think there's a problem. I don't think there's a problem. No, and then he came out and apologized, and then some other guy on TV said something as well and everyone was going at him. I was thinking like this some people are like so disrespectful because like, I think I think um it's, what Stanley's done, he's created a legacy which will last years and years and years and he's made some like he I know comics aren't necessarily as nerdy as people they're they're not anymore I don't think. But like they really like give people a boost actually. It's quite um it's a nice thing to do, isn't it? Read the comics, see it being uh, lived out, live action and stuff. And it's just a bit of a shame, really, that some people have a dig at it, really. I think it's also very nice that, that he, you know, 95's a huge age, but that he, he has been... Yeah, he's seen it yeah. from yeah. literally page to screen. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, he's seen everything. 50, maybe 60 years, I don't quite know. But I know mm. he started in, like, the 60s. So, um, so yeah, he, he has seen it come, like... Full so so far, and uh, you know he lost his wife last year, I think. So, mm. you know, and he's been bad health, but you know, it's, mm. it's, yeah. it, it was it was kind of one of those things that you're like, oh, he's like, and oh, wow, he's still alive, and and his passing is not like a massive shock, but it still is because yeah. because he's such a because of his cultural presence. Yeah, and because he yeah, he's always so front and center, even at ninety five, and just mm. it seems so yeah. always so full of life. Yeah. yeah. So. Touching on what Chris said, there was actually a video of him when he talked about that like, thing that he was asked what his favourite um, comic book character that he created was, and he said Spider Man. Mm, yeah. The reason that he thinks it's Spider Man was because I think he was the first superhero that was covered head to toe in yeah. the costume, and so like literally any person reading the comic could picture him to be self to be Spider Man. Yeah. Could be a girl, could be white, could be black, could be Asian, whoever. Yeah. And he was like the only superhero of that kind at that time who. Like anyone could be, basically. Mm. Yeah, and he had that motto as well, doesn't he? Uh, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Was that him? I believe so. Spider Man, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. 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 Pretty sure Stanley put it. I think Stanley did do it because he was the one writing all the scripts. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't so much the or the, the designer. No, he was that was like Jack story. Kirby, wasn't he? He was the one that drew yeah, everything. So. Stan and was the one that done all the scripts. And also, both of them and, and everyone in Marvel, like, um, you know, they created iconic characters such as like Black Panther which you know back then was probably good representation um, yeah you know and it's, it took a long time for it to come to the screen but uh, you know they still made those characters and, and that's really important yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah it's a shame but uh, we'll still have you know three maybe four 
uh, cameos, cameos to, and I'm sure there'll be you know tribute after the next film. Yeah, hundred percent. Saying you know dedication to Stanley, mm-hmm. um, maybe even a montage that would be quite fitting. Um, but yeah, so that's the passing of Stanley. Oh mate, a montage might cry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on to kind of uh, long form. So should we talk about the most recent releases? Uh, before going on to anything else that we've watched. Um, so, I guess let's start with the furthest thing back, which would, I say, be Fantastic Beasts, which we... How many of us have seen it? Two, I three? haven't watched it. I've not watched it, but no? you can spoil away. Okay, so Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald, to give it its full title. Can I just quickly say, as you say that, right, calling this film franchise Fantastic Beasts was a mistake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was a massive 100%, mistake. 100%. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Do you know what they should have called it? Oh. Is like Wizarding World because they that's have like <laughs> no, no, but they have that's that's yeah. J.K. Rowling's production company. Oh, is it? Okay, really. because well, what else are you gonna call it? Like the first yeah. one called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. The second one, they should have just called it The Crimes of Grindelwald or mm. something because we well, you know who this character. You don't need the Fantastic Beasts prefix. Mm. But anyway, so this follows on from um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. We uh, which revealed that Colin Farrell's character was in fact Johnny Depp as. Grindelwald, uh, Gellert Grindelwald, I think his name is. Mm. So this follows on from um, Gellert uh, escaping from wizard prison um, and then going to Paris to seek out uh, Credence, played by Ezra Miller. Um, At the same time, you've got Newt Scamander, played by Eddie Redmayne, um, who basically gets sent to to kind of, again, find Credence before uh, Grindelwald does by Albus Dumbledore. Um, and the Ministry of Magic. And the Ministry of Magic, uh, of which his brother works for, mm. Head Aura. Um, then you also have kind of another side plot where you've got, um, uh, what's that woman's name? I can't remember. Lestrange? No. Oh. Well, yeah, Bella, uh, Lita. Lita Lestrange is in it. Um, Jacob's in it. Um, what's the, the Queenie. main. Queenie. Queen, no, the, her oh. sister. Shit, I can't remember her name. It's played by Catherine Waterston. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Um, <laughs> Good to be T, I think. Tina. Tina. Yes, that's the name. Tina. Tina. Mm. Uh, so yeah, lots of all the characters that we saw in in Fantastic Beasts one, uh, plus several more, all have their own mini little plot strands, which doesn't really come together. No. Um, did you know what I meant? With, yeah. So we we so, talked we kind of talked about it last week. So um, did you know what I meant by I say like the plot just kind of like when the final piece was happening, I didn't really know that that was the final piece. Yeah. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was watching it. Okay. I was yeah. I mean. This film is a bit like all over the place, I, 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 to be yeah. honest. Um, I liked it, but I, I didn't really like it. There was far too many characters who were given, like they're trying to do a, a justice to each of them, yeah. but by doing that, they all have so little to do yeah. that you're just kind of like, what? So apart apart from Grindelwald breaking out of prison in the first minute, yeah. um, and then having a, a good speech right at the end, he oh, actually just cool. waits in a room for the entire film. Kills a baby. He does. He doesn't well, directly kill a baby. But will. there were two baby deaths in this, mm. which I was about. Wow, that's dark. That was kind. Of, to remember the um, the what. The the one on the ship was actually was very dark. I thought. Yeah. I thought that was like. Mm, okay. But <laughs> but yeah. So you got so so Grindelwald doesn't really have that much to do. Um, Credence has very little very to, do. to do. He yeah. spends the Sorry. entire film trying to figure out who he really is. Yeah. There's a whole kind of, um, I guess it's supposed to be gripping plot where it's like, is he a Lestrange, 
or someone else, and he thinks he's a Lestrange, yeah. and then right at the end, it's revealed that he is... Whoa! Spoiler Let's alert! Let's talk through the rest of the film first before you get okay, to that bit. Okay, fine. So Credence tries to figure out who he is. Um, he doesn't really have anything to do. No. Um, Lita Lestrange is sort of uh, trying to figure out whether Credence... It all revolves around Credence. It's like, she thinks that... Uh, well, she's trying to dispel the fact that he's a Lestrange. That he's a Lestrange. Um, then you've got Newt, who is trying to, again, find Credence, trying to uh, win back Tina. Yeah. Um because Tina thinks that she he's getting married to Lita. Lita, even though Lita's actually getting married to his brother. Yes. Um, and then then you get the yeah like side plots about Dumbledore and his kind of affection for, I like the for Grindelwald. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, so like Tina has fuck all to do. Mm. Like she's at a circus for a bit. <laughs> um, and then there's that guy who's um, who's uh, who thinks that Credence is his brother. Yeah. Um, his brother? Yeah. Yeah, or like and half he, brother. he was kind of in it for a little bit. And he had that little worm thing in his eye, which was kind of nasty. But that, <laughs> I can't remember that character's name, but that was so annoying. So he captures Tina, Newt, and Jacob. Yeah, they are. And then, and then and yeah. <laughs> so like, they capture him. And this happens a lot in the film. Like, something will happen, and then very quickly it will just, like, resolve. resolve. Yeah. And so, like, he, he stands there, and, yeah, like, he has, like, a fit or something, and collapses, and then they escape. And it was literally about, within about 15 seconds of screen time. And yeah. I was like... Okay, no tension there then. Yeah. Um, there's just a complete lack of tension here. Mm. Um, you know, even like the opening breakout of Grindelwald, like everything was happening so quickly that I was, I was like, wait, who's double crossing who here? Because it was like, oh, this guy works for the Ministry of Magic. Actually, he works for Grindelwald, and I'm like, well, we haven't established to me enough that he works for the Ministry for it to be a shock. Mm. Um, and the way the camera was moving or the, the visual effects were, it was all very confusing. There's a lot mm. of things crossing the screen mm. um, and like the camera's being upside down and, and I was just like confused. I was like, what is going on? Mm. Um, even at the end of this film, I was like, don't really know what's happened. Mm. Um, like Lita Lestrange dies uh, or sacrifices herself and I was like, spoiler alert. Mm. I was like, don't really care about that because we didn't really see that much of her. Okay. Considering she was like, there was a Although, photograph of her in the first film. I thought she'd have a big part to play for the rest of this. I don't really know what she was. So when she does, you know, kill herself and whatnot, not kill herself, but dies. I don't really know what she was trying to accomplish. No, I, I don't. feel like she could have gotten away. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. But she I feel like it was, had to die. It was one of those things that it was trying to get like an emotional yeah. payout, and it yeah. wasn't because really none Although, of these characters were like again built up enough for us to really give a shit. I did find it interesting. So. At this point, this is like right at the end of the film, which I didn't clock at the time. Um, so, Grindelwald's done like some big old speech, which is I want to talk about in a minute because it was really good, I thought. And he's like, some shit, basically some big fucking things going on. And they're all about to die. And Newt and his brother, I can't remember his name. Do you remember his brother's name? Um, no. No? Doesn't Lizard. Matter. But yeah, they're standing like... Uh, they're standing back, like trying not to ki- get killed, and then uh, I think Lita Lestrange thinks she's trying, she's saving them or something, and then she turns around to them and says, "I love you," but you don't know who she's saving yeah. to, which I enjoyed because you can tell. Obviously, she's getting married to Newt's brother, but you can tell her and Newt have like a special connection because they were like best friends in yeah. school, and then even now you can see there's still like a, maybe like a little bit of chemistry. Between I think them. she was saying it to Newt. Do mm. interesting, but he's, he's such a wet wipe. <laughs> I don't like. I said this about the first one. I don't like his character. No. Although I do think that the kid who played young Newt was very good yeah, at yeah, replicating yeah. old Newt. Um, but they, I feel like they've anchored this this new series to the wrong character. Mm. Like, 
like Newt Scamander would have been mentioned in the Harry Potter films, but I would much rather have seen a, another character, maybe someone who's not such a wet wipe. Um, <laughs> like even even like just anchor it to Dumbledore. Like it doesn't mm. have to be all about Dumbledore. But like Dumbledore would have been Dumbled- sick. Dumbledore the next film I think is gonna be quite a Dumbledore focused. Yeah, but like even in this film, Dumbledore's like orchestrating things from behind, and mm. you find out that he was the one who got Newt to look for the. Fantastic Beasts in the first film so yeah. he's been in the background and Dumbledore is such a suave character like Jude Law I thought played him very well yeah. um, question is should he have been a suave character why wouldn't he because the classic Dumbledore we see is wearing like a Road. wizard's robe yeah. long old beard looking old as shit it's like 60 years down the line yeah gotta grow that beard fast mate flipping hell I think that I think the time. To be fair, sixty years is quite a long time yeah. to grow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's a. I think the timeline of this film's got confused as well mm. because um, I feel like uh, I think obviously that spoilers here as well, but um, I feel like J.K. Rowling's kind of was kind of doing Harry Potter by numbers. It was very much like there was you know the first time you see Dumbledore, it like the camera lingers on it, and it's almost as if like Jude Law's gonna like wink at you, be like, hey, <laughs> you know, and then there's like. A character and, and, you know, Professor McGonagall, and you're like, she has nothing to do in the film. She's just referenced, mm. and you see her a couple of times, and you're like, it's nice, but didn't really need it because I'm pretty sure. I liked it. it but, but I think there's a there's like a and that contradiction there from like Which something she, that's mentioned in the books that she shouldn't have been either alive or teaching at that point. Might be like a mum or something. Um, grandma, maybe. She's pretty fucking old in. Uh, in, um, well, when is Fantastic Beasts? Nineteen twenty-six or something like that. Albus Dumbledore lives to the age of one hundred and fifteen. But I'm pretty sure uh, there was something about it anyway. But and then um, there's also like you know the, the character of Nicholas Flamel, who's the source, uh, the philosopher. Apparently, there's a bit oh, of issue with this? that. He's yeah. in it. Um, and uh, there was another, maybe like one or wait, one he made the what? Oh, philosopher Stein. Was it created in that film? Or cause no, it's created someone... before that. You see it. In oh, okay. The... I thought someone said that in that film was created. Yeah. I, like, I missed that. Bit, what? But... You see the stone, but yeah. um... what's the the benefit of the stone again? Like in the Harry Potter world, it gives you eternal gives... life. That's what keeps Flamel alive. I think. Yeah, because he's like fucking bare frail and that. It's quite yeah. funny to be fair. But the, I'm sure that I think there's at least one other character that is kind of like from the Harry Potter books, um, or has been mentioned in the Harry Potter books, and it was kind of just like every time it was just like. You know this guy. You know this guy. I like, I like them little. I thought it was cheap. Personally. Fair enough. I like um, them. Is uh, Albus Dumbledore the head of uh, the Defense Against Dark Arts teacher in this? Yeah. yeah. Is, yeah. So who's the headmaster? I don't uh-huh. know. We no, don't see don't them. But then you know you do see Hogwarts and you do get the yeah, which I was jokes, which is nice. But you know, it kind of made me think. It kind of made me think about Harry Potter and how much better some of those films are than, than Fantastic Beasts I like I say I do enjoy the world building around the this Fantastic Beasts film like I just didn't like even like little things how like the Americans call them nomads instead of muggles and yeah. you know and, like they've got every country's got like their own like Ministry, ministry of Defence sort of thing there's a French one as well now yeah. that we know as well oh, sorry Nagini is the other character who's Nagini? Nagini was the, the uh, yeah the snake mm. uh, who becomes one of Voldemort's Horcruxes Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought she's that. Yeah. I thought the Horcruxes is called something else. Here's seven of them. Well, seven snakes. No, there's seven Horcruxes. But the snake in Harry Potter is Nagini. So in the end, she just becomes a snake. Because she's, I can't remember the term, like maledictus or something, which means she will permanently become this animal. That's interesting. Why'd she do that? It's just a curse of her family. But she can turn into a snake, but at some point she won't be able to turn back, which is... You know, and it was again. It was like 
that again, that itself is quite interesting, but it's just not explored, and she has very little to do. I think she might have like one yeah, line in the whole film. I think yeah, I think, I think it's like it might be a case of like too many cooks. So like, there's loads yeah. of like obviously you've got a couple of main characters and there's loads of side characters and everyone's got like a little tiny bit to do but nobody's really got like anything to there's no to meat and potatoes yeah. yeah exactly that's like, all just mash there's no meat like exactly. yeah <laughs> terrible so like yeah I, I, I agree with you Glenn but like, I did I'm not I didn't enjoy it because I did but I, the way I described it again last week was that if I had to describe the plot it would have been like so like paraphrasing oh shit magic speech end so like I didn't really oh. know. Oh, no, sorry. Speech reveal end. So yeah. I didn't really know when the end came. I didn't know that it was the end. Yeah. So I was kind of expecting. It was something a bit like. It was so, so, like, yeah, it's the ultimate. It's the ultimate setup film for the next film. Yeah. So the reveal. Well, we'll spoiler talk, alert. No, I want to talk about that in a second. Okay. But what I want to say is what I think. I'm boiling it down to the failure of this film or the franchise. I would say because Fantastic Beasts was fine, but it wasn't great. Um, and even though J.K. Rowling has written them, I think that she, uh, whereas with Harry Potter, even though she didn't write those films, she wrote the books, so the screenwriters had something to anchor it. They had a plot. Each book was beginning, middle, end, and yeah. would always set up for something else. But Fantastic Beasts, I mean, there was a tiny book that she wrote as, like, a, a side bit, as, like, a, you know... Um, you know, just as, like, a... A little world-builder thing. Yeah, but there's, there's no... There's not five books worth of plot so she doesn't have anything to go by she's making it up as she goes along and I think that's where she falls down this reminds me of the most current season of Game of Thrones yes exactly mm, that's exactly yeah. we've spoken about this before haven't we they're basically they're just going from one big set piece or one big set character mm. to another so yeah. it's like oh well the fans liked Jacob last time mm. um, so we'll give him a little bit to do mm. or, so it's not like you know with the book she'd be like you know she she knows that in the fifth book there's the Order of the Phoenix and yeah. blah 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 so that she's got so much or the screenwriter had so much content to, cr- yeah. to, to extrapolate from whereas this she's literally making it up mm. and she's obviously she knows that she's got to write five films mm. and the first one did five? Well. yeah, yeah this is going to be a five part, yeah. five part film Jesus. so she knows where she wants to get to yeah. she knows and she knows that I'm assuming the next film is going to be about the fight between Dumbledore and Grindelwald yeah. because we've heard about that in, yeah. in the books but they've got a pact They've got the pact, which has now been... Otherwise, they both die. He's now got the blood. Oh, really? He's got the pact, which he can try and undo. undo, But so I think she knows... Why do they have the pact? So they were best mates back in the day. Well, there's an insinuation that they were were so lovers. So they made a pact, like a blood pact, not to fight each other. And if they do fight each other, they'll both die. So that's why... And obviously, then Grindelwald's gone off and done all his evil shit. That's why he has to send Newt to go and fight him. And that's why Grindelwald's getting credence to try and destroy Dumbledore because they can't fight each other. Yeah. I also think that that blood pact is also symbolic of sex. Yeah. Well, in the the original Harry Potter books, wasn't Dumbledore, like, assumed to be gay? Well, he... Afterwards, yeah. Yeah. She said, if I'd known it would have made you all so happy, I would have told you earlier. I I think she just basically retconned it. Mm. I mean, it doesn't matter either way, but... Mm. um, Anyway, so I think she knows that she wants to get to this point, and I feel like the fight would probably be a good middle film. Mm. So she's basically, I think, been like, shit, okay, I've got two films to write, and and doesn't... She's just, like you said, setting it up, Mm. and I feel like... It, it, this film has basically very little plot mm. and, and to me it was just quite boring can I tell you what I did like though I thought that Grindelwald's speech at the end was quite good so at the end he basically gathers like loads of um, loads of wizards and stuff and basically gets them on his side to try and like fight against the um, the muggles and stuff to try and control the 
non-wizarding world. And one of the ways he does it is like, so this is 1927, so World War One has just happened. There's a and, re- sorry, there's a really good bit where he goes, I don't want another war. I think Jacob yeah, says Jacob it. Yeah, Jacob says it, yeah. Oh, he's like, oh, not another war sort of thing. So yeah. basically he says like, he says to them, this is what's going to happen if um, if um, we don't intervene in the world. And he shows it, and he shows like, everyone sees like, um, whatever's happened in the future, and he's showing well. World pictures of World War Two, which I thought was really clever because obviously we know that's going to happen regardless. Yeah, exactly. So like, but then like, we know that they fail. Yeah. So like, I think, but I think it was just good, like getting that as a way for them for, to get people like to, oh, we don't want another war. So I did. Yeah. Let's join in. I did like it. I liked it, and I liked the speech. And there are very, very obvious parallels between Grindelwald and Hitler. Yeah. Because he's basically saying, oh. I, I don't hate the muggles. Yeah. I just think we should control them because we are the better race. Yeah. And it's basically right. like Hitler being like, oh, no, no, I don't hate Jews. Yeah. I just, you know, we're better than them. Mm. Um, but I kind of thought, considering he then reveals that he knows World War II is going to happen, yeah. he would then know about Hitler. I feel like that comparison then becomes a bit like, uh, you know, it's kind of like... Wait, how, oh, how does he know that World War II is going to happen? He shows the World War II. He says, this is what's going to happen if we don't intervene. But I feel, oh, sorry. But I feel like, II. seeing as he would know about Hitler, his, his characterisation is far too similar to that. Because yeah, yeah. if it was like set... I don't know. If they were not aware of World War II, mm. then that comparison, I think, would be stronger. Mm. I also am not sure about how this is... 10th film in the Harry Potter franchise now yeah. and it's the first time where there's like been a proper explicit reference to something that's happened in the quote unquote real world okay. and I don't know how I feel about that I don't know if, if well, I feel like they should have because you don't get like Harry Potter in the fifth one being like talking about something that's happened in real life like politics or whatever I don't, yeah. I don't know I don't know if if it should remain a bit in the fantastical, mm. in the magical, right. why is that, that that anchoring to the to the real world kind of makes me think. Well, why has that not happened in the Harry Potter films mm. or in other films? You know, because there are big events. You know, yeah. That, that I, I enjoyed the integration of it though, personally. Obviously, I did appreciate it, yeah. but I'm just a bit like I don't know if if she's kind of maybe becoming a bit too running out of ideas. That's fair. Yeah, but what else did you enjoy about it? I liked the reveal. Okay, the so let's. Explain what the reveal Spoiler alert. Is. So we spent so, the whole film, Credence, wondering who he is. Yeah. It's established quite near the end that he's not a Lestrange. So oh, yeah, is? we didn't fucking talk about it. Who, whom is he? So, yeah. Um, is he a black? We get to the end wow. of the film. Wow. <laughs> we get to oh, the on. end of the film and Credence has gone with... Um, what's his face? Grindelwald. Grindelwald, yeah. And then um, all the rest of the team are outside of uh, Hogwarts and... Uh, Newt is talking to Dumbledore. He gives him like the uh, blood pack thing, whatever, whatever, and then they walk off and have a tea or whatever. And then it goes to <laughs> <laughs> it goes to um, Grindelwald and he's like, "Ask Credence is asking like, who am I?" Sort of thing. And basically, he says that uh, Credence is Aurelius, 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 Aurelius Dumbledore. So I was Dumbledore's brother. Yeah. And he says that like um, so I think they say before in the film that phoenixes only rise for Dumbledores or something like that. Yeah. Right. And then a phoenix like Credence is like oh shit like I'm a Dumbledore and the phoenix comes out and rises for him and then he like releases it into the into the open. Oh, okay. I didn't think that was a good reveal. I liked it because personally. Again, it doesn't really make sense. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But in, I liked it. in the Deathly Hallows, I think it's Deathly Hallows. Him and his brother don't get on. Well, but his brother's called Arbiforth and they have a yeah. sister called. Yeah, I'm assuming this is a different brother though. 
Yeah, but there's no. Okay, but then why was it not mentioned? But the thing is, I don't place? think. I think. I think Grindelwald's lying to him. Yeah, I think. I think he's lying to him. I think he's done a, ma- a little magic trick. Do you reckon the phoenix isn't real either? Though. I don't know. I feel like maybe because you know his um their sister uh, died or whatever. Yeah. But I think she she had this. She's gotten like a, she's an obscurus, isn't she? Isn't she the same as um Credence? Because didn't she suppress her powers and that's how she died or something like that? Oh, it? I can't remember. Is that not? Oh, maybe maybe I'm chatting shit. But maybe I'm thinking maybe somehow like her obscurus is the thing that's. Getting the phoenix to come, come rise or whatever. I don't know. I feel like she's. I feel like she's um, connected to this somehow. But the the sister's dead already, isn't she? Is she dead? Dead? Oh, we because, don't. Because oh, so Dumbledore, she when Dumbledore's talking to Lita, um, she's like, "You don't know what it's like to have lost a sibling or something." Uh, He's like, "Oh, I do." But is she? Oh, I thought she was an obscure. Fair enough. That's. What I, I don't. I'm. Joe. You, know you might be right. I, I'm not certain on anything, but I felt like the reveal again was a bit cheap. I like. I just think because it raised a question. I was like, "Oh, fucking!" I was like, "Yeah, sorry, it's Dumbledore." It got me thinking again, because like, I didn't enjoy the film that much, and yeah. like, I feel like Credence's is his his kind of the plot was just wasn't strong enough for the reveal to be that shocking. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, of course it is. I thought it would have been more interesting if it was like another character, mm. um, and I, I I do think that he won't be a Dumbledore. Yeah, I don't think at the end, Dumbledore, but um. But then, so the fact that he's not a double makes me think, makes me wonder, like how that if that phoenix is real. And yeah. How that phoenix. Like, I kind of would have just been happy for Credence to have been a character, like. No, I I I like that he's. I want him. I wanted him to be related to someone, like you know, um, in Star Wars when uh, uh, what's her name, Ray, the Ray, mm. trying to what's trying to wonder what her background is. Like I, it's the same as that. Like kind of, I want to know. I want her to be of some sort of you know Harry Potter related folklore. You know? Maybe a Malfoy. Um, He's got dotty haircut as well. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. overall, I didn't enjoy it particularly. You, I thought it was alright. Do you think Newt will survive? Yeah. yeah. At the end of all five? Yeah, yeah but I don't really give a crap if he does. Like, he's a wet wipe. I don't think he's a wet wipe. I just, I just think he's got certain tendencies that kind of just annoy me a little bit. I don't know, there's certain things about him. He's kind of rude. There's <laughs> certain things about him that just really get on my nerves. I don't know. I feel like the third film might be better mm. because it'll be the fight, I assume, between Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Yeah. But yeah, this one was a bit not necessary, in Fair my enough. opinion. I said Five and a half. Shit, you know. I think I gave it a 6.5. Yeah, I think the visual effects are good. But yeah, I like the you'd expect that from you that would. type of film, though. and obviously that there is a bit of nostalgia of Hogwarts and that. Yeah, um, but yeah, but it kind of made me miss Harry Potter, <laughs> and I don't think the films are fantastic. I think the books are great, but the films don't always do them justice. Um, but yeah, uh, so let's talk about another recent release. Um, well, to be fair, Obi, you've seen the more more cinematic releases. Um, so, do you want to talk about Assassination Nation or Robin Hood first? Um, yeah, Assassination Nation. That that's a mouthful. Is a, is a bit of a mouthful. Um, so yeah, that's a film about. <laughs> so like literally, as, as the film started, there's these there's a girl narrating, and these four girls, and she says like, something like, I'm paraphrasing, but something along the lines of, um, you wouldn't believe that this whole city would be want to kill these us four girls. But this is a true story, whatever, whatever. I don't think it's, okay. it's not actually a true story, but yeah. And then they kind of say what the film has in it before it starts. So it's like the film's got racism, uh, transgender bias, prejudice, suicide, violence, da da da. Quite, I was I thinking, okay, at least it's let me know what's going on, like what I'm getting myself yeah. in for, kind of thing. So the film is basically about 
it's kind of like if I had to describe it, it's kind of like Gossip Girl slash Pretty Little Liars. No, it's Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. Meets the Purge. <laughs> oh right. Okay. So like. Wow, that's an elevator. That's yeah. a lot of a mix. So yeah. it's like basically it's about this um, online um, uh, hacker, I guess, releases like loads of people's text and information and stuff, and that makes people uh go crazy basically like because obviously the, all their all this everyone's secrets are out online and stuff like that so people getting really angry and then it somehow revealed that one of the four main characters saying oh yeah it was her who did it so then all these people were like yeah fuck we're gonna kill this girl because she's like ruining everybody's lives and shit so xoxo um, yeah so literally i was waiting for an xoxo but, <laughs> um but yeah so there's these four girls um, i think two of them to be honest aren't really that big characters to be honest, they, um, there's other two. One of them is transgender, I think. I think she's transgender. So she's got like, she's got she's got boobs. And she's got a willy. So like, what is that? Is that transgender? Well, I guess you would be pre-op transgender. Possibly, yeah. yeah. So she's black. Unless she was born with it. Is she hermaphrodite? I don't know. I don't think she's a I don't think she's a Okay. I think she's trans. I think she's transgender. I was gonna say she's transgender. Apologies for any insensitivity on that. Well, in the thing, on the um, in the beginning of the film, it literally said transgender, so I'm okay, assuming cool. she's transgender. And the other, this other girl, who's um, she's got a boyfriend, but she sends um, she's got like someone in her phone called who she calls uh, Daddy, who's like, bloody um, slowed. <laughs> who's like her? Um, she's just been texting this guy. Um, and like sending him, sending him selfies and Nuddies. like nudes and shit like that. Send yeah. Nudes. Um, so like, <laughs> it's kind of random. So like the the this hacker just comes across information, some information, and starts to release it to everyone. And it's of this uh, their mayor who uh, is notably against like LGBTQ rights, and he's like a crossdresser and stuff, and like um, has sex with men and stuff like that. And so everyone's like, oh my God, our mayor's a pervert. And then obviously everyone gets really angry. Like, I can't believe you hit this from us. And then he's like, his, he basically thinks his life is like over. And like, so everyone's just like harassing him and shit. And then his wife is like, um, I think he writes, like he sends his wife a message saying, basically like, I'm so sorry, blah, 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 blah. And his wife says like, you're about 15 years too late for this. So just hurry up and come home sort of thing. <laughs> and then he goes to like a um, press conference. And everyone, like he's, it's quite funny, quite cool the way they do it. So, they show him, the camera shows him coming into uh, the office for the press conference and it kind of just like follows him round and then he like gets his head and he like leans up against the wall as in like, like what have I done sort of thing, like fucked, God's sake. And then he goes to his press conference room and there's like the camera's like facing behind him so you only see the back of his head and everyone's just screaming and like, like angry mob sort of thing and he just leans down, grabs a gun, bang, shoots himself in the head. Oh shit. So yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, that happens. This sounds like a really darkly satirical film. It's well, it's described. It was described as a dark, uh, a dark comedy. Okay, that's what we'd like it. Yeah, sounds right up my street. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he kills himself, and then everyone's kind of dealing with that. And at the same time, um, this hacker releases information about their pri- the principal of the high school that these girls go to, and um, it's like you know, like some personal stuff, like um, stuff about like fertility doctors and stuff like that. And then they find out that he's got uh, pictures of his daughter playing in the bath. So like, and obviously like she's naked. Yeah. I think his daughter was like maybe five or six. 
and everyone just kind of like jumps to the conclusion, oh my God, he's got a picture of his daughter on his phone, he's a paedophile, he's a child molester, blah, blah, blah. And then this one girl who's like, who really liked the principal, she was like properly like defending him, saying like, just because someone's naked doesn't mean it's like sexual or that sort of mm. thing. Like, surely you're the ones who sexualize me by thinking that, by assuming that as soon as you see a picture of a naked child, that his, um, the dad's a child molester. And yeah, but then the parents weren't having it. They were just like, no, he's a child molester. And then everyone else was calling him a child molester. So then he goes to a press conference as well. And I was thinking, okay, he's going he's gonna to kill himself too. But then he didn't. He's just like trying to explain himself and say like, basically say he's like, he's not a paedophile, which I mean, he's not. So as far as we know, anyway, in the film. Anyway. And everyone, like literally no one's having it. People just screaming at him, saying like, resign, blah, blah, get out of our town, blah, blah. blah. Like screaming at him, screaming at him, and that's kind of all you see of that. Like the press conference just kind of ends, and then that's that or whatever. And then all the everyone in the school is like, "Oh fuck, I'm like begging to God that their information doesn't get released." So then this one, uh, this one girl, her cheerleader, her information gets released. So she finds out that her best mate sent her, found her nudes, and sent it to her boyfriend. I don't know if that makes sense. If that, what I said just makes okay. sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That so, obviously, this girl whose nudes have been released, she's, like, pissed off. And, basically, she just grabbed the baseball bat and whacked this girl over the head. That was, nice. quite, that was quite hilarious. I'm not gonna lie. She didn't die or anything. But then, as she's, like, leaving the school, everyone's just, like, clapping her. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? She's, like, knocked this girl out. I mean, obviously, it's kind of justified, but, yeah. So, yeah, she's... But um, still. Yeah, it was kind of funny, though. But, yeah, so she's, like, got blood in her hand and shit, and she's off. She fucked off. And then, one of the... This main girl, the one who's been sending nudes... No, sorry. The guy who she's been sending nudes to his information gets leaked. So everyone finds out that he's been receiving nudes and he's been doing this and that. His wife and child, he's got wife and child, they um, she, they leave him and he's like to the girl, like, fuck, what have you done? Like, my life's over, blah, blah, blah. And she's kind of like, it's not really my fault. Like, you were, this is like a mutual thing. But she's like, I'm so sorry, blah, 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 blah. And they, um, the police capture some guy who... Um, kind of taunts them about the hacking situation so they kind of assume that he's the hacker so then that leads to um, oh no sorry I'm skipping a bit so the when they find out that this girl her name is Bex I believe no it's not Bex it's Lily when they find out that Lily is the one been sending the news her parents kick her out of the house I just thought it was a bit extreme because they, they were like extreme. they were like saying to her did you send the news to this guy have you sent the news to this married man and she was like saying like, please don't make me say it please don't make me say it so she says yeah and then the moment she grabs her by the collar and just checks her out of the house and um, then it goes to like a week later and they show a bit of footage of people like, you know, people, oh, you said to my husband like, and start fighting and shit like that, yeah. So then it goes, so then people have got masks on oh, right. so that like no one can show their identity yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. So you can't say, oh yeah, you were the one in that video who did da da da, because you can't see me so you can't like attack me sort of thing. So everyone's got masks on, even like little children, it's quite funny. And um, <laughs> sounds quite funny. such a weird thing. It's film. weird. It sounds it's like, a, weird. like a, like a, like a satirical commentary yeah. on like social media yeah. and just fake news and everything. Yeah. So like I left when I, I when I left the film, I was in the toilet and some guy just like we watched the hands go. He looked at me, and goes, "That was a weird film, wasn't it?" And I was like, "Yeah, it was pretty." <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So what happened? Yeah. So um, they the police capture this guy who they think is the hacker, and but then they let him go. He like basically says like I didn't do it, whatever, and that leads to. People, uh, the police leak this information to like the general public, and the public with all their masks on and shit. They go to this guy's house and they say, "Are you the hacker?" Da, 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 like torture him and stuff. And he's like, "No, it was um, Lily, the main that main girl. Like this, the downloads come from, came from her house because he like knows all his computer shit. So he so he like dobs her in, 
And then that's they send she's hanging out at her mate's house, all the four girls hang at the mate's house, and you just see like loads of different people with masks on and shit all coming to like kill them, sort of thing. Nice. And um they kill one of the girls' mum. Um and the mum the mum kills a couple of them and then <laughs> one of them so Lily gets away, uh Bex, the transgender one, she gets away. Um, two of them get captured by police so the police are just there like yeah we got him there like, <laughs> leading them off sort of thing I was like what the fuck so yeah they, they get captured by the police um, Lily um, meets up with um, the guy who she was texting and he kind of like attempts to rape her kind of but then doesn't and then they have a fight and she ends up killing him and then she goes out She and this guy's got like bare like shotguns and that so she just grabs a couple shotguns a couple glocks and that and just gets out of the house and um, whilst this police car is driving them to the other two girls away, she shoots the policeman, kills him, and they all grab guns and like, yeah, let's fuck some shit up. And they start running towards, um, trying to find the other mate. Who this other guy? Who meanwhile, um, the these um, high school boys. Joe's confused. Joe, these high school boys are trying to kill her because she's transgender. Uh, so that's the transgender bit of the whole situation. This film sounds full on. It's very philosophical. So they're trying to they're trying to kill her. So they're gonna hang her. Like they were gonna oh yeah, they were gonna hang her and then um as they're about to hang her, like the the, the car is they're about to, they've like got her hanging up on a car and they're gonna drive the car away so her her somebody just falls and she obviously yeah. starts suffocating. And as they come up, um Lily comes, shotgun, boom, she's one geezer in the head. Then the then the um the uh the car drives away because obviously the guy's just put his foot down because he's dead now. And the guy, the that Bex is strangling, and then they manage to shoot another guy with a shotgun. The rope falls down, and then she's like, "Yeah, right, fucking give me a Glock." And they all got guns now, so they're all just shooting all these guys. <laughs> they're all just shooting all these high school guys. Uh, pretty much all of them die, apart from apart from two. One of them who um, was nice to this Bex girl. Um, and I think they had sex at one point, so she was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna allow you." And then the other guy, who's the is the one who instigated the whole "let's kill her" thing. So then he basically comes out and like, oh, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And then I thought she was, I even thought she was about to about to just shoot him because he like she was there like getting your knees sort of thing. He's on my knees saying, "Please don't kill me. I'm sorry. I'm so please don't kill me." And I thought I was hoping she either shoot him in the head or be like suck my dick and then and then shoot him in the head. So, but that didn't happen. She in the end, she just let him go. And I was like, oh man. <laughs> so, I really want an opportunity. I really want to see this film. <laughs> so yeah. So then, so, so then they're just like marching towards like um, towards like the street to go and face everybody else sort of thing because everyone's still trying to kill them. And there's like a little, I think Lily or Bex one of them gives a speech saying like, um, all my life like um, me and people like me like women, I'm assuming she's talking for women in general are told what to do like smile, be nice. Spread your legs, da da da, and giving like, all sorts of things that you know people would typically say to women, and she was saying like you sort of thing like you can't stop us sort of thing, you can't control us, like we're our own people, we can make our own decisions, we can control our own lives, and I think this is like a video message that she's sending out to the internet. So then all these like girls online are like listening to the message, like yeah, and they all like galvanized behind them as they're marching towards the street, and I was like, these girls have got no weapons, so I don't know why they're <laughs> running out into the street. But yeah, and then the other four girls are marching towards the street to go about going. Uh, drop some bodies <laughs> and then so then the film basically can't it basically kind of ends then the end there as they're marching towards the street to go and fight people and then you see the policeman saying so you've been charged with um, cyber terrorism murder blah, blah 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 and then it points the camera and it's pointing to Lily's brother who was actually the cyber terrorist and then he they were like to him oh why did you do it and he just looks at the camera and he's like for the lulls and then the film ends and then the end credits is like some marching band just doing like some marching band shit and I was like this is so weird and they were playing um, 
then Marchman was playing um, We Can't Stop by Miley Cyrus. I was like, this is a banger. So yeah, then it is. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a complete The film sounds thing. so <laughs> shit. It's actually alright. Like, okay, I think you watch it. Come on, talk, I, want, I think it sounds I good. I want to know what you think about it. It's actually quite funny. It's actually right, I thought. It just sounds everywhere and nowhere <laughs> at the same time. Don't know yeah, that's actually like, It's not really what I talk about that film normally, but I quite liked it. I think when you told, when you told me about it, I was like, I'm surprised you went to see that, to be honest. Oh, yeah. But what would you give it out of 10? Um, seven. Okay. Fair enough. Recommendation, then. Yeah. Better than Fantastic For you, Beasts. anyway. Yeah. Maybe not Maybe not the rest. Maybe not you guys. <laughs> but you yeah. <laughs> Would you want to quickly talk through Robin Hood, the new iteration um, of that? I've heard that is absolute shit. I think it's all right, personally, because I heard it's terrible as well. So I went, excuse me, I went into it thinking it was rubbish. But, you know, it's just like your solid, like, action film, really. Like, it's got a decent, you know, beginning, middle, end. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a clear villain, you know. Robin Hood overcomes and kills the villain. They become, they become like Robin Hood and the Outlaws. Yeah. Jamie Foxx's character was a bit silly because... Little John. Yeah, because he's got, like... Um, they should have got Little John to play it. <laughs> <laughs> because he's supposed to be, like, Arabic, but... Um, he's Why is like, he supposed to be Arabic? Because the, the... From Syria. Yeah, so the film, oh. starts, the, the, the film starts off with them going to war. And he's oh. one of the soldiers that they're playing against. So he's like Arabic soldier, but he's like um, got an American accent. So I was like, this is a bit. And he, but he, he's got an American accent, but he's got trying to put on like a American oh. accent with a bit of something mixed in, and it doesn't really work. It was a bit strange. Mm. And like they're supposed to be in the city of Nottingham. No one in the city has the exact same accent as the other. So there was one Irish girl and one like Geordie guy, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, good. <laughs> a couple of people with the same accent. Whatever. That's it. But yeah, that's all right. But apart from that, it was pretty cool. The action set pieces were nice. Um, I liked how they kept, they got the bad guy in the end. You know, I quite enjoyed it. You know, I, I I'm not like a I'm not like a person who like tries to like go bare like deep into shit yeah but i just kind of like i'm trying i'm at the point now where i'm trying to take films for what they are and yeah. like, i never thought this was going to be like the best action i've ever seen film, i thought yeah. maybe it'd be a decent film i heard it was crap so like low expectations a little bit yeah. but it was all right you I, know terry Edgerton was was decent was i don't understand why they keep remaking robin hood and yeah it's, probably, it's one of those films though that it's probably just continues the way it's set up i think i feel like there's going to be like a sequel all right which i don't mind but it's one of them films where like it's not very necessary, mm. but all the same, yeah, I think it's fine. Enough. I've seen way worse film this year. Yeah. I've seen way better, but still, middle of the but road. It, it keeps getting remade because it's one of them age-old stories of good guy beats. Oh, yeah, villain. but if, if they're not doing anything different with it, then I don't see the point. It's like Godzilla though, and King Kong. The costumes were awful. It looked like they were shopping the bones. It was terrible. Oh, really? really? Like the wet, I don't know because it's supposed to be like medieval, isn't it? Yeah. So I don't know what like. 1300s, 1200s, 1500s. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. But they were wearing like leather jackets and shit. And like, what are you shopping at Top Man? <laughs> it looks so weird. But yeah, anyway. It was fun though. It was fun. Okay. Yeah. Chris, Joe, let's hear from you. What have you guys been watching? I've, I watched Outlaw King. And oh yeah. Really I've also seen that. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Chat- we can chat about that. What did yeah. you, you run us through it? What do you think? Well, I mean, it wasn't too bad. Obviously, we've spoken about the story before. I didn't think it was that bad. The right. story was all right. Chris Pine played Robert the Bruce pretty well. Solid pain. Yeah. Good pain. <laughs> Decent pain. Mm. <laughs> I really enjoyed this film. Um, I understand, Obi, your reservations about 
certain characters or Drew. kind of yeah. plot points that you might and think, Elizabeth, I think well. that, that you think maybe would have been fleshed out a bit which more. one was Elizabeth his wife his wife I thought their oh, connection because right. they kind of didn't have a connection and suddenly they did have one yeah, and yeah, I thought yeah. like maybe there was a bit more in the middle yeah so yeah like Drew, Drew yeah literally turns up and then and then doesn't turn up Get until started, the end yeah. and they're like Drew what's that yeah. um, the also, way he died was gruesome as well big old spear through the oh yeah grim um yeah, carry on. I don't want to keep interrupting you. Well, no. You, you talk about... Is there anything you didn't like? Yeah, because you said it was all right. Like, well, what, no, what, I, like, what was I, like the, I like the film. Mm. Um, no, I don't really have anything bad to say about it. I thought the action was good. I thought yeah. it felt very gritty. Like, very... like. I feel I felt like I was covered in mud watching it. Like you know, it's very, it's quite. <laughs> it reminded me of Battle of the Bastards. Yeah, yeah. Last, last five I, I see what you said. Yeah. What you I mean thought the performances that. were good. I thought Aaron Taylor Johnson was very good as Douglas. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, he was like, was he kept saying like, say my name or something? Say like my that. name. Yeah, I thought that was pretty. Joking. Say I'm, my name. Say my name. I didn't recognise him. At, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't recognise him at first. But there's no, actually not. quite a few famous people in this film. There are. I counted maybe four people from Game of Thrones in it. Yeah. Oh, so the, there's the guy who was the Blackfish. Um, oh. He's one of the island people. Yeah. Again, yeah. like he is barely in it. Like yeah. they go to him, he's like, nah, leave it. And then he joins them later. And, then he joins them later, yeah. and I was like, oh, like he's quite a well recognizable actor yeah. now, and, mm. and they don't use him very much. Stannis is in it. Yeah, Stannis. Who's Stannis? The king. He's the king. He was um, Edward. It's bare hard to recognise, yeah. but yeah, it's him. Oh, I didn't even clock. I didn't even clock. Oh, right. Obviously, um, that Taylor Johnson guy was Douglas. Chris Pine. Yeah. I'm trying to think who the other Game of Thrones people were. I think there was, like, minor people. Yeah. But, um, yeah. They were there. There were certainly at least one or two others, and I was like, Game of Thrones. Which I understand. <laughs> like, you know, evidently these people were like, I just love medieval warfare stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought the action was good. Mm, yeah. I thought uh, performances were good. I thought the locations, like you could tell, that like, I felt like they were on location. There was one, yeah. there was one in particular I thought was like, beautiful. I can't remember where, it was like a, like a... Was it the hilly bit where they were walking through the big I think valleys? So, and I was just like, like cinematography wise, I was like, yeah. yeah. And uh, the way that they used the, the locations as well, like you said with the battle and they dig yeah. the spears in the ditch. Yeah. But also, even when they're fight when um when they're on the boat, uh trying yeah, to get onto the island yeah, and then they get ambushed yeah. and like, they're they fighting like, using, back, the, yeah. using the boat and everything. Yeah. I just thought it was it was very well put together. It was. Um, the fighting scenes were very well really choreographed as well. I do feel like I would have liked to have known a bit more about William Wallace. I know that Braveheart covers that, but, but you, I, like you're saying like the body parts. I felt, I've, I've like, heard though that Braveheart wasn't actually William Wallace. It was Robert the Bruce. But oh, really? Mel Gibson just put William Wallace there because he's a bigger character mm. in oh, history. Okay. That's interesting. Mm. Don't know how true that is, but that's mm. what I heard. I also didn't realise the Prince of Wales was the Prince of Wales until right at the end. Yeah. I was just like, He's just called the prince, yeah. and but then he said, oh, "I'm going to raise the dragon banner." I thought he was going to go and get the Prince of Wales, <laughs> and then I was like, oh. he was... "I thought he was going to go and get a dragon." <laughs> I wanted him to die as well. I don't think he I did. Can't yeah, I wanted him to die until like he dies later when he, his his people kill him. Like, yeah, his nobles. Like, yeah. his nobles kill him. But I thought it was it was really yeah really interesting good good, yeah. good gritty film, and Robert the Bruce's kids eventually become king of England. King of the North. Mm. I think that eventually goes back to like um kind of related, but um, Mary Queen of Scots, which I think is a film coming out. Yeah, that's coming out soon. I think Margot Robbie's playing uh, Mary. I'm quite interested in watching that. <coughs> what else have you been watching? 
Uh, I started watching Devil Man Cry Baby, which is on Netflix. What it's, is that? It's quite a... N- 009? Is that the end of it as well? The cartoon? Yeah, on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, I started watching that. It's an anime. It's about a bunch of devils and... Crybabies. Yeah. Is it in English? <laughs> it's in English, yeah. So, basically, there's... Devils have in, infiltrated Earth and taken over humans' bodies. Mm. And they they only ever come out when they're angry or they want to... Um, to be honest, it's a really weird TV show. It's mm. a bit all over the place. There's loads of titty and... and Is that the one that you started everywhere? watching last year? I could have oh. swore you have watched it. There was one there was an anime it. you watched and it was quite graphic. I could have swore you... Oh, maybe it's... It was Borderline I Hentai. I, I, yeah, yeah, I remember you saying that. You have watched it before. But, yeah, I mean, I've watched three episodes of it now. And I, I, I'm just not into it. It's, oh. it's not very good. That, the title sounds awful, to be honest. Yeah. Is that the one where they go into the nightclub? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've watched that. That is the really overly sexualised one. The, the, the title, Devil Man Crybaby. So, the main character you follow, I can't remember his name. Pretty, um, like pretty nothing character to be honest um whenever he gets angry he cries <laughs> okay and he gets taken over by a devil which is why he's devil well no he didn't he didn't get taken over by a devil the devil was in tried to take him over but he won mm. the battle of personality i guess you could right. say so now he calls himself devil man Cry, Has he got powers? uh He's got devil powers, which I mean is super strength. He's very fast. He can fly. Mm. Um, that's about it. Just superhuman almost. So, like, what's the what's the what's the plot? Like, what's the objective of? So, from what I've watched, um, the main point of the series is for Devil Man Crybaby to destroy all the other devils because okay. the devils are killing humans. So I think that is the main story arc. So okay, Chris has put it on in the background. <laughs> but yeah, it's very weird. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it. I'm probably not going to carry on watching it now. Well, I I I, really I, I respect your opinion on anime because you yeah. watch a lot of it. So I do. If you say it's not good, then I not certainly good. won't. Not that you watch stop. anime anyway. No, 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 that's true. <laughs> you should watch Attack on Titans though. Okay, you've that mentioned that. so weird. <laughs> it looks weird, but it's so good. It's I've actually think really I've heard good, good things about it, but it just looks so strange. Chris, what have you been watching? Not a lot, if I'm honest. Like <laughs> I was saying, uh, I rewatched really all of Brooklyn Nine-Nine that's on uh, Netflix. Might have mentioned that last time. Um, There's another sitcom you've been watching. Yeah, I've you've been watching... About it, no, I've uh, been watching Always Sunny in yeah. Philadelphia. I think um, Obi mentioned it to me a while back and I've seen a few videos on um, Facebook and stuff and I've, whenever I see like a funny video on Facebook it does entice me to uh, watch it a little bit more. Um, it's, it is really funny. It's really easy to watch as well. It's mm. like 20 minute episodes. Mm. It's basically... It starts off it being... Uh, how many of them are there? Four? It starts off with them being four of them. Four... Mates, family members, whatever, uh, running a bar together, and then season two onwards, five of them. Uh, it's yeah, it's just uh, is it every week? There's a different plan to do something different mm. that will revitalize their lives or do something innovative, and it always ends up crashing down because okay. someone has a plan, and then two of them rear off one way, two of them rear off the other way, and yeah. then. 
one of the what's his what's the small guy called in it? Uh, no, no, no. Um, oh, Frank. Frank. He's he's like he was the dad of D and Dennis. Dennis, but they found out in season two or three, or I think it's season two that he's not actually their dad. And but he becomes he part of the gang, gang yeah. yeah, and he buys like the Danny, bar. Danny DeVito. Yeah, Danny DeVito. He's actually hilarious in it. Um, they're all pretty funny actually. I think I don't know. To, uh, these D and Dennis sometimes I don't find I that Dennis funny. Do you? I might be the latest because in the latest series he like becomes a bit more like so, kind of psychotic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's just yeah. like very very he, funny. He's weird because he films all like his um yeah. sex and everything that happens in his room and he has like lo- multiple locks on the door. Nice. And in the, and one of the most recent episodes <laughs> I've watched, they have their school reunion and they're basically all all losers and they they oh. realize it. And then when he when he, he gets magic because. Uh, um, no one's paying attention to him, so he goes into the back of his car, and he's got like this secret compartment at the back of his car, which has like um, what are they, the things that you tie up. Uh, what it's like, you pull it round, and then you pull it. And it cable tie. Cable tie. He's got loads of cable ties, gloves, duct tape. Oh, all right. of this in so his like car. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> for, for women. Oh right. Uh, yeah. He's a kinky fuck. And, he, and he's like, yeah, it's just, it's just. Is that the episode where like, sorry, they think they're like singing like sick? Yeah. They're like, what's, they have like two plans when they get their plan oh, A and right. plan B, and plan A just goes terribly wrong, and they just get terrorized by the whole like school and stuff. <laughs> and they're like, what's plan B? And Dennis is like. You don't that like, no one does plan B and he's like they're like what is it and he's like it's a dance mm. and like they're going on the dance floor and they're doing this dance and it's all sick and they're like really in sync and stuff and like everyone's like clapping them on and obviously they've done some kind of drug before they've got in there they're like stiffling <laughs> or something yeah. and then all of a sudden you just see him and like one of them's got like their fat belly out and they're like they're just dancing they're just going like that and it's uh, and everyone's like fuck this and one of the guys like yeah party around mine except them five yeah. and <laughs> the most recent episode I've watched is I think season eight episode two and basically D and what's his what's Charlie's name in it? Charlie. Oh it's Charlie in it, yeah. okay. Is that his name in real life as well? Mm. Yeah. So D and Charlie like have a car crash and they uh, bump into these two rich, really good looking people mm. and what the guy is actually playing D. Like he he, he wants her to be like like when he goes to see all his fancy girl to the party. Yeah, kind of yeah. kind of thing. But Charlie, on the other hand, the girl really fancied him. It's, um, what's her face? I can't remember. Oh, name. geez. She's in a Baywatch. She had really nice blue eyes. Oh, Kelly no. Roebuck. No. No. Alexandra Devine. Yeah. That's the one. Oh. And she fancies yeah. Charlie. And basically, no one, I didn't see it coming at all until mm. the very end. Like, he's like, and he's actually just played her the whole time because he's madly obsessed with this woman. The waitress. The waitress. Did you know that they're married in real life? Is it? Yeah. Oh, wait, that's a joke. Did you know Dee and Mac are married in yeah. real life? Yeah, so, that's weird, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that, that's really yeah. cool, actually. So the waitress, basically, oh, that makes, yeah, okay, that makes more mm. The waitress does not like Charlie at all, and he's a bit of a stalker. He's, like, got a book of, like, what she does every day. But more recently, he's kind of, like, got rid of the book, and he actually just helps her out in day-to-day life without her knowing. Oh, okay. So, like, she doesn't lock up her, her bike, so he, he follows her, and he stops people from locking up her bike, and, like... Her hair, she uses this weird shampoo, so he puts like vitamins in the shampoo, so her hair doesn't like go funny. And he like does all these things. By the way, he cannot write for shit. Like he, he yeah, he's he, illiterate. illiterate. He does, he does drawings and stuff, and no one understands it but him. <laughs> and so, like, so he, he so basically, oh. she catches him like getting rid of a stranger. Like this guy's not going to rob the bike, or we don't think so. But he stops it, and then she's like, "Can you just like leave me alone?" He's like, "If that's really what you want, I will do it." 
and then he obviously bumps into this person. They're romantically involved, and then basically, uh, De- I know Frank tries to take over uh, Charlie's role in looking after the waitress. It's it's really complicated. Basically, <laughs> basically, Dennis has slept with the waitress for some reason. I cannot remember for life me now. And basically, the waitress is obsessed with Dennis, yeah. but obviously Dennis doesn't give a damn about the waitress anymore. He just did it as a one-time thing. And then, obviously, Charlie's obsessed with the waitress. So then, because Charlie's not looking after the waitress anymore because he's with this other woman, she's going all crazy and she's ringing Dennis. And then Dennis is like, Frank, you've got to take over Charlie's role and look after the waitress. Otherwise, she's always going to be coming to like talk to me and ruining my game. And so, Frank tries to do it and Frank fucks up big time. He puts like rat poison in her shampoo. Oh, and, he, and he like, and then she comes into the apartment when he's doing it. And she's like, Charlie, is that you? And he's like, no. He's like, I can't remember what he says. And he just like runs out in like a mask, like a little gremlin. She just like runs away. And um, yeah, basically, at the end of it, um, Dennis is like, Dennis is is confident that this is all like a plan. These two rich people are just like mugging them off. And obviously, obviously the man's mugging off uh, D, but the woman's not mugging off Charlie. And then Charlie's like, yeah, well, I, this was all my plan anyway. Uh, I actually just, yeah, you, you slept with me really easily. You kissed me really easily. And I actually just did it to get the uh, waitress back. So see you later. Yeah. And like, everyone's like, well, no one saw that. Like, they were like, we didn't see that coming. Yeah. Like, oh, no. And then like, everyone just leaves. And yeah, and the waitress is like, I'm going to reduce my restraining order from 100 feet to 50 feet. <laughs> and then, yeah. And so that that's the roast. It is, it is really funny. And they just... Like, uh, one of the episodes I watched, it was like a rehash of an episode. So, like, in one episode, Mac has this idea that he's going to buy and resell oil. Oh, yeah. And this episode is that they're going to... There's a a bin strike, and the binmen aren't collecting the rubbish. They're like a union strike. And so their idea is they're going to take over the job. And obviously, Dennis being Dennis has another... He's got a cunning way of, like... Because Frank has the plan, or Mac has the... Frank has... I don't know, whatever. And basically, Dennis changes the plan. Instead of getting a truck, he gets a limo. <laughs> they put it all in a limo. And then... Uh, and, but it's, a, it's literally the exact same plan as before. Yeah. And then uh, towards the end, when they get a bit bored, they're making loads of money, and they, they get a bit bored, and then they're all three of them, Dennis, Charlie, and Mac, they're like... I really want to do the oil idea again. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, let's just get rid of this rubbish and we'll do the oil idea. And then, yeah. And then, so, the thing is as well, so then, at the end of it all, because in the previous episode, like, they all got their delegated roles and Charlie's like, the wild card. And so, at the end of the episode, so they, so they kind of give up on the idea of oil and rubbish. And then Charlie's like, you can't do this, guys. We've got to see a plan through. So they all get in the van. They've all got their delegated plans. And then they're all like, Charlie, what's your plan? He's like, I cut the brakes. Because that's what he did in the first episode. He cut the brakes and they crashed and all the oil exploded and shit. That's funny because in the the episode, they they didn't clock that he cut the brakes. And then they just go back and charge. And Charlie's like, what a god, bitches. He jumps out of the back of the car. Yeah, they get out of the car, obviously. But they crash into this car that they thought was someone else. And they're like, oh, "Oh, shit. Like, they always do something and it's the wrong thing. And then they're like, oh, shit. And they kind of get out of it. But this one was like, they're all driving along. And then he's like, Wild card, he puts his hat on and he like, I mean, he does the same kind of thing. Yeah. But obviously they're just doing it for the trash, this, this one, so there's yeah. no oil. 
And then like they'll he like jumps out the car and they're like, Oh ah, ah. and then as soon as they shut the door they're like, Yeah, I knew I fixed the brakes. And I can't remember how it happens at the very end. I think I they do it. They, I think I they just really carry on. So it's consistently funny it's as very series. Funny. Yeah, I mean there's an odd episode probably where it's No, nah, there's there's always a laugh. There's always yeah, a laugh in it. I think so. Like um they're just so dumb. Like, do you think yeah. it'll be brave enough to quit while it's ahead? It's not like it's season twelve, isn't it? Season 13 just finished. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So, Matt, he writes and produces it. Yeah. And he married D second season. Mm. Um, there's another guy who produces it as well. He's, I don't think he's in the episodes. There's like there's like only a handful of reoccurring characters in it, like yeah. bar the five. It's, it's, quite, it's, it's quite a tight-knit cast, mm. to be honest. Um, uh, so, you have, you have the main five, D and Dennis, who are brother and, twin brother and sister. Then you have Frank, who's their dad, but not their dad anymore. Charlie and Mac... And then you have the waitress, and you have uh, what's cricket, cricket, Rickety cricket. He's like he used to be a priest. And they just and then D D pretended that she liked him. Mm. Then he he gave up his belief to be with D and D was like no, nah, I was only joking. <laughs> and, then he was, and then I didn't think I thought he was allowed back in, but he claimed he wasn't allowed back in the priesthood. Right. So he becomes like a homeless man, <laughs> and then they just use him and yeah. abuse him. Like they did this, they did this manhunt game where he was the one that being hunted, and they went after him. And like like and his like, life just like just descends into like gets worse and worse every yeah, season. Yeah. Like so now he's like. He's at home and he's got like, one eye, burnt face, yeah. and all that. His oh, life is fucked up. Oh, yeah. so I'm not, not quite up to the burnt face, but he's got oh, a scar yeah. across his face here, like, oh, and it's just absolute anarchy for Have him. Have you seen the episode where um, Dennis like tells Dee he's like Skinner alive? And... <laughs> like, no, okay, no, no, no. Have you the episode where Charlie makes his, like his own opera? His own like play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, that is that the one where at the end he proposes to the waitress? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was so funny. Like. They have got such good chemistry. Like, mm. Dee's basically the punching bag of the group. Mm. Like, she just gets terrorised by them all. Mm. Um, but they're all like... Like, oh, what was the episode? Um, Christmas episode is quite funny as well. Like... Um, I was waiting. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so Mac and Charlie are, like, really up for Christmas. Oh, and yeah. Dee and Dee and Dennis aren't. Because they're like... Frank was a shit dad at Christmas. Like, mm. he... Like, one of their Christmases, he got them, like, a massive box. And there was nothing in it. <laughs> and then he was like... And then he'd get... So, basically, everything they wanted, he'd get for himself for Christmas. <laughs> and so, this year, he got... He got Dennis's favourite car, which is, like, a Ferrari. And he got um, Dee's favourite bag. And he put loads of Cheetos in it and shit. And, um, and they're like... Christmas is shit, like, and then they try and do, like, um, past, present, future kind of thing with him. Like... Yeah. Trying to, like getting to see his ways kind of thing and then Charlie and Mac are like yeah let's relive like Christmas and then you find out that Mac because his dad's um, a gangster in prison like wants to kill him etc yeah he got his dad sent to prison so his dad wants to kill him now he watched some tapes and basically him his mum and dad used to go into houses in Christmas so their their rule was that um, there were no Christmas there were no presents under the Christmas tree because you would go to other people's houses and take their Christmas presents. And wow. he thought that was how Christmas worked. So they were in there. And you just see a video of like him opening a present. He's going, and he starts screaming. And dad's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And people are upstairs. And he's like, run. And they like grab all the presents they can and like run out. And then Charlie's Christmas, he, it's all nice and sweet. Like his mum does up the house and it's really nice and stuff. And then you find out that Charlie, when he was a kid, people, Santa Clauses used to come to the door, give him a present and then go upstairs. 
Oh. And basically, she was just like a prostitute yeah. on Christmas. And he used to... And then he that's how he got addicted to sniffing glue. Because one year, someone gave him glue and he just started sniffing it. And like, yeah. So... <laughs> and then it actually goes a bit darker than that, oh, actually. Yeah. It gets yeah. well dark. Like, so Mac is getting well frustrated because he wants to buy this... The robot... He wants to buy the latest present that's out there it's for the person he stole off. And then he goes to do, do that and it's all sold out and he's going to go mental. And then Charlie's like, no, 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 leave it. Don't worry. And he's like, okay. And then... As they're walking through, you know, you have to like, sit on Santa's lap kind of thing. And Charlie sees him and just goes, like, goes to sit on his lap and he's like, did you sleep, did you fuck my mum? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah. And he's like, what? And he's like, did you fuck my mum? And he's like getting like more like mental. Like, yeah. And he just suddenly just goes and bites his neck and rips it out. And yeah. then like there's blood everywhere. Yeah. And Jesus then, Christ. And mum gets knocked out with an elbow. Yeah. And the kids are screaming. Yeah. I think it was and, a and basically, oh, like Charlie won't let go, so Mac has to like drag him away, and there's all this commotion going on, and it's just Fucking like, it's, uh... oh, there's another recurring character. The um, the there's two of them. There's the gay lawyer, no, gay, he, he's a gay gay guy, and they keep like bringing him to a strip club. I think he comes in twice. So far. is he recurring? Well, it's kind oh, of twice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. then there's the actual lawyer who's been in it quite a few times. Who's yeah. got all the ro- so yeah. basically, the lawyer screwed him over, and like basically has all the rights to any merchandise. Any merchandising they do, yeah. oh, but they funny. just yeah they're crazy man. He's definitely <laughs> funny, it's very it. funny, and it's yeah. an easy watch as well. I like, feel like so. I need to give it another go because I watched the first it. episode and I was just like, mm. yeah, jokes. Yeah. I think <laughs> if you watch a few, I watch can't a few, stand Charlie Day's voice. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Is that that? Oh, sorry. Yeah, but you might not like it if you can't stand his voice. Oh, yeah. His voice is he's, great. He's, man. He screeches quite a lot. Yeah, he's very screechy. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a good, it's good show. It's good show. Cool. Well, that's on Netflix. Uh, as is all seasons on Netflix. Um, Eight, uh, up to twelve. Oh, is it twelve? Yeah, thirteen is on there yet. But um, but there's a couple of films on Netflix, like Netflix originals that I've watched, which are fairly recent. So I want to talk about one which uh, is called Apostle. Um, so it's directed by Gareth Evans, who did a film called The Raid, which uh, I watched and was very good. The The Raid is Indonesian is that, yeah, kind of yeah. They uh, have to go up. The police have to go up the block. martial arts yeah. film. It's really yeah, yeah. good. Um, is that almost good, like Judge Dredd? A little bit. Yeah, similar, yeah. I've heard good things about The Raid. Oh. The Raid is really good. They uh, made a second one, didn't they? Yeah, I've not seen that yet. But, um, so this is his, like... Uh, Take on it. No, so this director's done a, a film called Apostle. It's set um, in the past. I don't quite know when. Um, but very, like, old school. Um, it's kind of like if you've ever seen or heard of The Wicker Man. It's a little bit like that. So it's like... Is that um, the Nicolas Cage one? There was a previous oh, right, one. Okay. Um, so basically, this guy's uh, sister has been... Um, kidnapped uh, and taken to this remote island where there's like a cult colony uh, and they're basically because this guy's family played by Dan Stevens his um, his family are rich so they're basically like ransoming her to to get money to to save to, to get money to kind of keep surviving on the yeah. island um, and so Dan Stevens character um, kind of smuggles himself onto the island uh, to try and find his sister and then he realises that they are like a cult uh, they worship the guy um, who's in charge, who's played by Martin Sh- um, Michael Sheen. Michael, Michael or Martin? The oh, Welsh he's... one. Oh, maybe it's Michael then. The old geezer. Fuck, Mar- I can't remember his name. Sheen. Yeah, it's not the American one. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, so... Um, but then then you kind of see that, that there's actually, like, a, a deity on the island. Um, like a... I guess like an old folklore kind of witch and um, they like 
make blood sacrifices to appease her. Basically, the more blood that is shed, the more it grows on the island. Mm. And they've like, you find out that they've kidnapped her and they've like chained her up. Um, and they keep like force feeding her animals, but she wants humans or something. It's all very weird and culty. Yeah. Um, Did you say she? Yes. That guy. No. <laughs> Type in Apostle. Um, I might be completely wrong about his name. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, it has elements of the Wicker Man. I've seen the Nicolas Cage Wicker Man, not the 70s version. Um, to be fair, Michael, Michael Sheen. Sheen. Yes, it is Michael Sheen. To be fair, this film was, wasn't that interesting. Mm. Like, it's quite a slow burner. It's a good two hours, 15 or something. It starts off just like, I thought it'd be a... You know, he's going to try and find his sister and then, um, you know, it might be a bit like cat and mouse, like, thrillery. Mm. Not really. Like, he seems to kind of stop bothering thinking about his sister quite quickly. Um, <laughs> and and then there's all this, like, weird kind of supernatural element to it, which kind of was a bit like, oh, okay, this is happening. Mm. Um, but it was just so slow burner. And because, like, Gareth Evans, like, was really praised for the action in um in the raid. I was just kind of hoping that he would use some of that. Like he's obviously yeah. very good at directing choreography. Mm-hmm. And there's very little kind of action in this at all. And I feel like it was just really kind of pointless. I was watching it. I, f- I finished watching it. I was like, okay. Well, I don't, like he didn't utilize he didn't really it was billed as a horror film. Didn't really live up to that. Wasn't really much of a find your sister plot because <laughs> You know, the sister features probably for about two minutes in the entire film. Mm. Um, has, like, nothing to say. Um, then there's this whole, like, cult element, this whole supernatural element. None of it really fits together very yeah. well. There's a there's a, a guy in it who protects the witch. Um, and he's got, like, a weird helmet on. Um, doesn't say anything, but basically just tries to kill people. But he's underused. And, and it, yeah, all of it, I was just a bit like, why is this all happening in the same film? Like, mm. it feels like very different films um and i yeah i didn't engage with it it's just all. a bit all over the place it was I, f- I kind of felt like yeah it was just slow burner for no particular reason um what genre was this film well it was billed as a horror film but i wouldn't say it was horror at all mm. um i would say i don't know what would you call a cult film like a cult film well yeah i don't know mm. it was just it was really <clears throat> weird like really hard to pin down um there isn't much going on at all really mm. um and yeah it's just they could have they could have done a lot more with it i think mm. um it was just strange like there's because he's the reason it's called apostle is because he he was like a missionary but then he got captured in somewhere in asia and was like tortured or whatever um but then you don't really see much about that either so again i was just a bit like a bit felt a bit underdeveloped mm. um so i was quite disappointed with that um uh, as I also was with the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, which is uh, I'm disappointed by that because I actually heard good things. I wanted to see it. So this is the latest Coen Brothers film. Mm. Um, they're kind of well known for for kind of like the, their films become cult films. They're not about cults, but they're you know very well received, like Fargo and uh, True Grit, and uh, they might have done the Big Lebowski. Um, but this is basically an anthology of western tales. Uh, oh, which right. the first of which is called with the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Um, so they all focus on like the Western theme, um, mm. like you know, frontier America sort of thing. Uh, there's six of them featuring various cast members. So the first one's Tim Blake Nelson, who you might recognise from like The Incredible Hulk, 
Um, and then one of them's got Liam Neeson in, one of them's got Dudley Dursley, Dursley in from the Harry Potter films. He plays a nugget. Um, <laughs> he does. Uh, then there's one with Brendan Gleeson. Um, so there's a few fa- ones with James Franco. There's a few famous people in it, but... I mean, the first one was all right. It's, uh, Buster Scruggs is like a singing um, cowboy. Uh, and But he's like really good at, at like quick drawing. So when they're oh, like... Right. Yeah. Quite, try and fight each other quick draw um so like it's, it's very like he's singing along and then he goes into this pub um and he's like i'll have a whiskey please and, and the guy's like oh we don't sell whiskey because it's illegal and he goes oh i'll have what they're drinking then all these other patrons and, and he goes oh they're drinking whiskey and he goes all right and then they're like oh yeah well you're not an outlaw and then he just turns around bang 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 shoots them all in the head and i was like oh okay and then he goes to another place which i'm pretty sure was the set they used for westworld and mm. um and then again, there's like another, a guy I did recognise, but I don't know the actor's name. And again, like um, this, this saloon, you have to put your weapons at the bar. Mm. So no one's armed. And then he's playing poker and I think he wins. And then this guy like gets his gun out and is like, I'm going to kill you. He goes, oh, I can't do a, a Midwestern accent. He's like, you ain't playing fair. And then um, basically, <laughs> <laughs> but what he, what he does is he, he, he stamps on the table and when he stamps on the table, it ca- it causes the table to hit the guy's gun, and the the guy's up shooting himself in the head a few times. Nice. So that was actually quite like well done. The choreography of it of it was quite inventive. So that was the first one, and then the second one was James Franco robbing a bank, um, and then uh, he gets captured and and is about to be hung, but then gets saved. But then the people that save him are like, "Oh, did you just rob his bank?" And he's like, "Yeah," and so they hang him. Um, <laughs> Oh. The third one might be getting them out of order, but the third one was uh, Liam Neeson and Dudley Dursley. Like Dudley's a a nugger, and they travel around, and he gives like performances, like dramatic readings, and yeah. then that's how they get money. Who does the nugget? Yeah, no. and then um, and there's no reason you don't explain why he's got no limbs. Yeah. Um, it's he just, just no very limbs. very weird. And then, uh, and then they travel to one city and or one town, should I say? And there's a uh, the, the the audience dwindles every single time, and um, and then they re- they go to they, there's like a big audience watching this chicken like peck at different numbers, and so Liam Neeson buys the chicken and then drowns Dudley, and I was like, oh okay, they all have like very dark Jesus dark yeah. edges Burns, to yeah, them, yeah. but they get increasingly more ridiculous and less interesting. There's one about a prospector. He's like, he tries to like pan for gold and then he finally stumbles upon a big uh, pocket of gold. It's um, a film, right? Yeah. Okay. There's six vignettes. Yeah. And uh, th- then as the prospector hits the pocket, he gets shot in the back by someone um, and then, then, the, 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 then that guy jumps down and then the guy, the prospector, turns around and reveals he's not actually dead and kills him and uh, and then so that's the fourth one the fifth one is about this woman who is <laughs> on a they call it a train but it's like lots of cars is this not too much for one film yeah a little bit but they're all like 20 15 20 minutes long mm. um which i, I want to talk to you about later because i think it's one of the problems with it is that um yeah so the girl is being taken to this other to oregon by her brother to like marry her off um, but on the way, the brother dies, and then one of the guys on the train like falls in love with her and wants to marry her. But then she ends up, um, she goes away to because her dog ran away, and then she gets caught in the middle of this um, Native American reserve. And then so they start trying to 
um, they start attacking her and she hides. Then one of the other men from the, the train um, is like, hide, we'll, we'll battle each other, uh, we'll battle them. And then he gives her a gun and is like, there's two bullets in here. If shit goes wrong, one for me, one for you. Uh, and then it's a bit like Romeo and Juliet in the sense that um, he fights and gets knocked over and she thinks that he's dead. So she, you, he, then he gets up, walks over to her and you see that she's shot herself in the head. There's a lot of head shooting in this. Mm. Um, Did he shoot himself? No. Oh. But he just goes back to the train. <laughs> and then, and then the last one... Um, Oh, the last one was probably the most frustrating. So there's like Brendan Gleeson, who's quite a well-known actor, that he's in a, this car carriage with three other people and they all just chat. They're all just chatting for ages about nothing. Um, and then it's revealed that they're um, bounty hunters. Um, and I was thinking, oh, maybe they're trying to kill one of these people in the carriage. Yeah. No, they just go into a hotel and it ends. And was, so, so much of it <laughs> was like... To me, it just felt really pointless. Yeah. Like... Because the, 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 each vignette is so short and they have like this like darkly comic in a way twist at the end. But So the one with Liam Neeson, there's very, very little dialogue. So you don't have any idea why they're doing, like why what happened to Dudley Durst. I'm going to call him that, I can't remember his character's name. Mm. Um, you know, they all just end very abruptly. Like the, the woman who is going to Oregon to, you know, get married off, you know, she dies and, you're, and then it's just like, okay, that that happened and we're just going to carry on and I thought they would all kind of tie together in a way but they don't mm. um, you know even that the James Franco one was very pointless because he goes to rob a bank gets captured saved from being hung and then ends up being hung the only one that to me was of any interest was the first one the Buster Scruggs one because he was addressing the camera he was like talking to me like I'm Buster Scruggs I'm a singing cowboy and there was like interesting ways yeah. of, of him like fighting then the rest of them was just like Okay, what is what is, what is it? What you talk? What is the point of this? What are you trying to say? Mm. Um, no, the prospector one was just a bit monotonous. It was just like digging, panning, digging, panning, mm. and there was no like tension to that. There's no kind of intrigue. The Brendan Gleeson one, he has like three lines in it, and I was like, well, what's the point? You know, I, I just felt it was so odd. It was just odd. This is how I feel about Maniac. Yeah, exactly. I'm just mm. like there might be a season two of that apparently. Oh god. Oh know. wow. But yeah, I was I was disappointed because I I liked some of the Coen Brothers stuff and they've done really well with Western themes before. Like True Grit was a good film, mm. um, but this it just felt like the only thing that connected the the vignettes was the theme of the Western. But nothing. There's no other overarching thing. Like so, um, there's Native Americans seen in the James Franco segment, and I thought, oh, maybe there'll be the same ones in the in the woman segment. Mm -hmm. No, not really. Uh, I don't know. I just felt like it needed something overall to bring it all together. Um, and, yeah, I just kind of... It's a bit like, no. I was very disappointed. Mm. So, I feel like I'm the voice of negativity because uh, <laughs> I haven't actually it's enjoyed any, any of the... I feel like you haven't watched anything good recently. No. In, in your opinion, anyway. Not particularly. Mm. Um, I think the last good film I watched was A Star Is Born. Um, I also not even really like that. What? Sorry, I, mm, no. Get out, Joe. <laughs> just get out. I watched it Saturday or Sunday. What? Yeah. Why? It just wasn't for me. It was like, kind of pointless. Do you not hit you in the feels? Oh, no, oh really. mate. I was shocked and appalled. I mean, I, I didn't, I caught the last 10 minutes of the one made in the 60s. 
So I sort of knew what was going to happen anyway when oh. I went to see Star Wars. Fair Bond. enough. But, yeah, no. That's sickening, mate. I mean, I thought it was a very good film, but I probably won't watch it again, though. No. I will watch it again. I think I will watch it again as well. Yeah. That hits me in the feels. So many. Even if every time I hear Shallow, I'm like, whoa! For two reasons. But, yeah. Gaga was very fit in it, though. I enjoyed Lady Gaga. (laughs) Um, Does anyone want to mention anything else that they've seen recently? Um, I watched Maniac. I'm almost finished. But this, I told you, like, a week ago, two weeks ago, that I'm literally struggling to get to the end now because... At first I was intrigued and now I'm just fucking bored because it's like this band of Buster Scrubs they're just doing different scenarios in every episode and at, at points I'm just like what the fuck is going on and why am I watching this? Yeah, like when he turns into an eagle. Oh, like, I was like what the fuck? Yeah, he's just a hawk and he just starts flying through the thing and then he's like Annie, I'm coming to save you and then the woman gets a, a something to eat it and I'm just like oh. Do you want it to have a conclusive end? I, just, I don't really care at this point no. Chris. I'm not <laughs> like, It doesn't. Does oh, it doesn't. Oh my god. I don't know. Like, I'm not bothered. Like, because I, I, I've started it, I want to finish it. I've only got an episode and a half left to go. And, like, there's it's just bits, like, they're in this simulation thing, and then all of a sudden, like, they know that they're in a simulation. I'm just like, what triggers this? Like, I don't know. It's just. It's just... <laughs> and then even the bits on the outside, when they're like, this, this doctor with his mum, and, like, they named the machine after his mum and then the mum's come and saying yeah this machine's going to fuck people up and they're like oh we don't care and then the machine's trapping them all in the end oh, I just don't care man it's just fucking rubbish it had a good <laughs> premise but I think they, yeah. they didn't execute it very well at all um, it's got like obviously a good cast there's yeah. a few famous people in it but yeah. I mean I'm sure like uh, Emma Emma Watson Emma Stone Emma Watson Blech. Emma Stone and Joan Hill had a great time doing it because they get to do like, those different characters which I'm sure is pretty fun for them but I'm not enjoying watching it. I'm not gonna lie. So. No, I was, I was very disappointed. Um, I'll try and finish it before next week, but I can't guarantee anything. <laughs> You'll just, it's just even more disappointment no, to be honest. No. Um, yeah. Um, what else have I got on there? Sorry. Uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Uh, yeah, that was. Is decent. that the one with the spider's web, or did you watch the one with the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo? Dragon Tattoo. Right. Because I wanted to watch the Girl with the Spider's Web. Why? So I right. this one. Different, I different actress, isn't it? Different actress. Yeah. yeah. Rini Mara is in this one. They same, playing the same character, though. Yeah. Same yeah. Character, Elizabeth yeah. Salander. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that film's alright. I find it a bit odd that they're all. I'm assuming they're all in Sweden, supposed to be Swedish, and they've all kind of got like you know like English accent sort of thing. And it's not really. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I thought, um, what's the guy's name? Lisbeth. Lisbeth. Lisbeth yeah. and. Uh, what's, the, what's the guy? Mikhail. Mikhail Blomqvist. That's, yeah. I feel like they start having sex a bit too quickly. I'm just like, kind of like, what? Like, she, <laughs> she, she's like a weirdo and that. And, um... Mate, allow it. They were just gagging for it. Well, like, you've seen it, innit? No. Oh. <laughs> but she... So, is this before or after she gets assaulted? After she gets assaulted. Okay. See, after she gets assaulted, she... Fair, to be fair to her, like, fair enough, you know, adopted, adapted, and proven all that. And she gets on and goes and have sex with some girl. And then goes and, like, meets Mikhail. Or Mikhail. And um, like one day after they rest again, they start having sex. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm a bit sharpish, but cool. But um, I quite enjoyed the like the mystery behind it all. You know, behind them um, trying to figure out who killed them and who killed this person. I thought it was a bit convenient that um, uh, the one that cousin that died and her and her husband died like twenty years earlier, or whatever. You know, well, um, I, mean, I haven't seen it already in so long. But um, oh, um, so like Harriet. So Harriet's posing as Annie, I think, is the or Anita. And that's that's yeah. how they that's how they find out that she's um so that they're looking searching for Harriet, they think she's dead, but Harriet's been posing as Anita this for like the past thirty or four years. Ah. And I don't um, this. Oh fair enough. Um mm. 
so like um, Anita helped Harriet escape because she was being she was being raped by her brother and her dad, and she says yeah cause I think she was married at the time so she says you go to London um, and use my uh, use your use my maiden name so Anita I don't know where like let's say Smith or whatever and then I'll use my married name as my identity so then there'll be two Anitas but will be obviously you're using my identity but you're Harriet whatever and then Anita dies like 20 years later so I thought I, just, I don't know I just thought I just didn't really like that bit they just reveal at the end oh yeah she died 20 years ago with her husband in a car crash and I was like oh, oh that's a bit oh okay a bit rubbish but yeah apart from that it's a decent film um, it's very long it's very long it's two and a half hours bleak as well Jeez. isn't it the colour palette's very just grey yeah. which, which yeah. version did you watch the mo- oh the, yeah, the modern the, one yeah. Version. is that with Daniel Craig yeah it's with Daniel Craig um, I enjoyed the bit where um, Lisbeth got her revenge on the guy who raped her that was nice mm-hmm. um, and yeah it's it's fine um, it's not amazing or anything um, by the way you told me that the book the book's yeah really I really good. enjoyed the book apparently the Swedish, the Swedish version is really good as well which is on, which is on Netflix so I might watch that at some point yeah um, and yeah I just kind of watched it because I wanted to watch Girl with the Spiders with, I'm probably trying to watch that next week because that looks quite interesting. So, yeah, I'll give that a go. Although, I feel like the trailer for that gives away, like, a key plot point. Because there's a part when she's like, um, oh, Elizabeth's sister. And I was just like, I feel like that would be a big reveal in the film. Mm. And they've just revealed it in the trailer. Mm. So, yeah. I hate it when films do that. No. Most, most of them do or that. Or trailers now. do that. Most of them do that now. To Fucking aggravating. Um, have I seen anything else? Scandal. Nobody's Fool. Nobody's Fool. That's a comedy with um, Tiffany Haddish in it and Ghost from Powers in it as well. Oh. Um, Tiffany Haddish is hilarious. Like, she is so inappropriate. It's like she was in Girls Tripping, you know, she's like making all the sexual mm. jokes and stuff like that. She basically just does that in this film. And it's one of the films where you can kind of tell, like, they're just saying, like, all right, I feel like it's kind of like improv. So they're saying, like, okay, we want you to base it around this, but then you kind of just go wherever you want with it. And she, like, there are bits literally where you can see, like, the girls are trying not to laugh at, oh, the, really? at the joke she's is making. Is it a film? It's a film, yeah. It's like a rom com sort of. And she's just in it, and she's just always making like really sexual, inappropriate jokes. And I, I was cracking up. Like it's got really bad views. But I was cracking up. I thought it was quite funny. So yeah, um, it's just a rom com about this girl who's like looking for the perfect guy, and she thinks she's got it. But it's this guy who's she's never seen. It turns out to be a catfish, and you know, and then she like meets him later, and then she's like ignoring this really good guy who for this catfish guy because she thinks there's something there. Blah blah blah. blah. And you know, they they get together, and it's nice. Um, so yeah, that was decent. And I finally finished Scandal. So Scandal's finished forever now. And um, they killed one of the good guys, which pissed me off, David Rosen, RIP. And um, Cyrus, who's like the main evil guy for like the past two seasons, gets away. He kills people in like the last episode. He gets away scot-free. So oh, that annoyed me, I'm not going to lie. So disappointing. It's very ending. disappointing. I'm, I would have about to slam the table. Shonda Rhimes, you disappointed me with do, Scandal. Do you think that that... It was that is the ending? Like I know, obviously they finished the season, but and they're not doing it anymore. But do you think that actually was the definitive ending they wanted, or do you yeah, think because yeah, it's been cancelled? No, or no, no. I think that's the ending. That, I think that's the ending that they wanted. Oh. Yeah, um, which is fine. I mean, Olivia Pope gets her picture in the White House, which I think was a bit extraordinary. But I mean, I liked it, I guess. And um, <sighs> yeah, scandals. I'm kind of glad it's finished now, so I don't have. To, I'm having, I've got less stuff now to catch up with. <laughs> were you were you just watching it to maintain it, or did you actually carry on enjoying it? I do enjoy it, but I think I'm at the point where now where I need like to be watching less stuff. But I've got like a bit of a complete finisher mindset, so I feel mm. like if I start something, I should try and finish it. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm kind of glad it's done now. So it just lightens my load a little bit. I want to finally just finish by with one from the archive uh, called French Connection, 
which is the Gene Hackman thriller film. Um, it won an Oscar in 71 for best film, best actor, best director and all that. So I was like, what? High expectations. Um, and also it's one of these films that, you know, you, I listen to a lot of film review shows and stuff and it's like, oh yeah, you know, you can tell this is from The French Connection or inspired by The French Connection. So I thought, I like watching those sorts of films just to see where the inspiration for other films comes from. Mm. Um, so it's basically uh, Gene Hackman plays uh, like a New York cop and he's investigating um, this like drug ring that they're smuggling in from France. Mm. Um, but it's, it, this film's just over an hour and a half long. Mm. Again, it's a slow burner. Like, um, it's a lot of cat and mouse. It's a lot mm. of uh, the director showing you someone looking at someone else. And mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of Gene Hackman standing around and. Um, oh, he's old. He's like 87, isn't he? Yeah. He is... Sorry, he's 88. Blimey. Fuck, really? Mm. Shit, okay. Was he the last? Um, he does look old, to be fair. And, yeah, so there's a lot of him, like, him and his partner standing around observing the people that they think are involved in the drugs uh, ring. Um, and for the first, maybe, hour, mm. I was a bit like, oh, you know, I hope, mm. I hope it kind of picks up a little bit. Yeah. Um, because it was interesting... Um, but I was kind of thinking I can't watch an hour and a half of people observing other people. <laughs> but, then, <laughs> but then it kind of kicks in a little bit. Um, like he, there's a, the cat and mouse escalates to like a, a he's he's following this train. So I don't know if you know like Brooklyn, New York. They've got lot their trains like suspended on a bridge above the street. Mm. So he's like driving on the street whilst the trains above him. Right. And that was quite interesting. Reminded me of. Um, like unstoppable for a little bit because the train driver's been like held ransom and it's like don't don't stop. Mm. So that was actually quite interesting. And then there's like um, you know the shootout right there's a shootout right at the end, um, which again was like quite well done. Uh, just the way that everything kind of slots into place. So by the end of it, I was like, okay, I appreciate the film, but for the first hour, I was a bit like, come on, please kick up, you know, the pace a bit. Yeah. Um, and then right at the end, it said, you know, sort of. It was one of those things like, oh yeah, this guy was indicted for blah, blah, blah. So I think it was based on true story, okay. which is, again, like makes it a little bit more interesting. Mm. Um, I was struggling to think like, when I was watching it, like, oh, what films have been inspired by this? Like, maybe I'm not just, you know, I'm not intelligent enough to figure it out, but I wasn't like, oh yeah, I can definitely see XYZ yeah. is being yeah. influenced by this. Mm. But you know, it was, a, it was a solid enough film. I'm glad it wasn't any longer than it was. Mm. Because um, even for like ninety five minutes or whatever, it felt a bit like sluggish at the start. Yeah. But you know, it sounds like the sort of film that they want they'd make a remake of. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. if they did make a remake of it, it'd probably be like Michael Mann, Bad Boys, like yeah. explosions and like <laughs> you know they probably they would probably just cut all the the slow pace of it mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it was it was decent. Um, probably of the stuff I've spoken about today, apart from Outlaw King. The best one I've seen. You need last to watch week. some better stuff, man. I know, man. They just need to stop releasing better stuff in the <laughs> cinema. I agree. You need to make your own stuff, man. True. There's been a lot. I've tr- I've been doing my top ten right in in anticipation oh, yeah. for whenever we do, you know, our top yeah, ten yeah, of the yeah. year. Um, I've left a few spaces in case there's some that I I watch and I'm like, I oh yeah. I feel like, like my top ten is gonna be weak. Yeah. Like honestly, weak as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was co- I was compiling it and I was like. <laughs> is that top 10 probably but you know I think it's not been a stellar year yeah, like last not... year it was like pretty much anything that was nominated for an Oscar was like really yeah. good and this time it's like mm. shape of water slim pickings I honestly don't know if I've seen 10 I've seen you've not I've seen, seen 10 films this year 
You've probably seen cinema, you've, no. You've probably seen. Well, I mean, ten films released this year, so it you've could be something seen, on Netflix. You've probably or... no. I think you've definitely seen ten films in cinema this year. It's only, it's only like one film a month. I think you've definitely seen at least one film a month. I've seen like fifty. <laughs> That's decent. In the cinema, yeah. I wish Odeon like you could go online and see yeah. what films you've seen. The only way I'd do it is like, there's someone who I follow on Twitter who's been to cinema like 85 times this year. So I literally just go through his list and see what of his that I've seen and then I just add in the extras that I know I've seen. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm on at least 47 now. That's decent. Nice. Well played. I've seen the cinema. So obviously there's a few extras that Making the most out of that limitless yeah. pass. Well, um, maybe we'll, I'll try and watch Robin Hood. I'll try and watch Girl and Spider's Web. I don't know what else is coming out soon. I think um, Wreck-It Ralph is out this Friday. <gasps> Wreck-It Ralph 2 is out this Friday. Oh, I, hope I need to watch good. the first one, actually. The first one is really good. Is it? I need to watch it. Yeah. Oh, if you go, I might do that as my break from revision. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, we'll try and watch that. Hopefully, we'll have some positive things to say about that. Mm. Um, but then, you know, Aquaman's out soon as well. So. Yeah, man. Uh, swings and roundabouts. Hey, apparently, well, so apparently some people, I think maybe in China or maybe somewhere in Asia, saw like, the first half an hour, I think, of the film. And basically, I don't know how much was said about the plot, but the standard thing was people saying that the visuals are like amazing. Okay. At least that's something to look Yeah, that is something. As also, long as it's not a dark colour palette. Mm. John Wick's released 2019. Did it? Yeah. Ooh, May, I think. John Wick 3 or the. John Wick 3. 20, is it Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Nice. Oh, cool. There's a picture of him like a fucking horse. Yeah. This is going to be nuts, isn't it? It's <laughs> yeah. be, oh, mate. If it's any, like, anything like the first two films and it's ramped up to a third level. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll look forward to that. Cool. Thanks for listening and uh, tune in next week. Peace. Ciao. Bye.